See, I think it hurts more than USJ because USJ was kind of medi- mediocrity. And but, this, but this spiked up high and then it spiked right immediately down low. Yeah, like the, we got punched in the gut in these two chapters and we were flying high. Uh, that's what that, I think that's what makes it hurts, ev- or that's why it hurts even more. Yes. Um, yeah, it's painful. It's painful, Mark. Oh, why do we put ourselves through this on a week to week basis? My name's Luke, and I am here to welcome you to Hero Notes, the My Hero Academia recap podcast. The podcast that aims to go beyond and recap all the chapters from the My Hero Academia manga by Kohei Horikoshi. And on this week's episode, we're kicking off a brand new volume with Volume 7. Uh, and with that, we're also wrapping up the end of the Hero Killer arc. So, you know, it's a time of endings and beginnings uh, this this week on Hero Notes. Because, you know, we're in the month of May now. And, and it isn't May all about endings and beginnings. Right, Mark? Well, I was going to say, I mean, there's always like a, you know, was it uh, a, it was like an end is just a, you know, a new beginning or something like that. The problem is, is that we have an issue where the ending sucked, and at the beginning after it, or and the, also the beginning sucks. So it's uh, it's whoa. It's kind of like it's kind of like uh, you know, spring in the Midwest of the United States, just rainy. Oh boy. Except when it doesn't want to be. Oh boy. Well, it's lovely and sunny uh, over here in Ireland, Mark. So you know, that, at least at least we're having a good time. <laughs> but yeah, as you might have guessed, uh, you know, we we weren't so hot on the chapters this week. But without further ado, Mark, uh, we've covered, we've kept the house, as they, I don't think they say that, but you know, we'll say it anyway. Uh, so all we do, all we got to do is we got a chapter or two to cover, Mark, and we'll jump straight into it with my Hero Academia chapter. 54 re-ingenium i i think that's how you put pro- i I'm not, yes yeah, it is i'm not really sure written it's and drawn, re-colon ingenium yes re-colon ingenium written and drawn by kohei horikoshi and it was first published in weekly shonen jump issue 37 slash 8 it's another one of that it must have been golden week back in 2015 because it's another one of them double issues mark uh, and we open Pretty much where we wrapped up volume six, uh, if you remember. Simply from a kind of different perspective in some instances, but mm. some instances not. It's very confusing. Yes. Uh, we Well, we we kind of open in also in familiar territory because we get kind of like a little hint of flashback territory here. And it's kind of sprinkled throughout this chapter. Uh, obviously, Ida must have stepped on his flashback bone. Or landed on I, it I, I think it might be. I think it just might be cracked, and like the the bone fragments are just fall. I know that sounds really unpleasant. Oh boy! But it's like cracked, and there's bone fragments that are just falling, like microscopic ones that are falling that are triggering. I don't know. I've been thinking about it all week. Like how how is this happening? And that must be it. I mean, he's been hit pretty bad. 
Mm. Yeah, that's the only logical conclusion I could get, I could I could gather from this maybe. Uh, but yeah, we see now this is like uh, this was a blast from the past, Mark. Seeing these panels from Volume One, I think, because uh, you really see oh, like, yeah. some early the art's different. Yeah, it's really some early Horikoshi art. It's kind of charming. Like, the hands just piss me off. His face is just, what is wrong with his face? Like, uh, Deku's proportions, like, them arms. So you, know what, you know what this Deku reminds me of? Um, did Horikoshi do, like, the cover for Shonen Jump recently? Or something like that? Uh, he, like, 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 like I, I feel like I've seen, like, a Luffy that he drew that has that exact face. Oh, okay. Yeah, I could see that. Uh, yeah, I could, like, I could see, yeah, those, those are Luffy proportions. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like yeah. the face, at least, and it's yeah. just like it's like you just change the hair a bit, put a different outfit on, and it's Luffy. Give him like a that's hat. his Luffy. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. I could see that. Uh, yeah, but it's the. I feel like it was like something that he did, like a like a spread or like an illustration thing. Yeah, that had, like, he has all the done. He, he has done spreads with jump. Like a fairly before. recent one or something like yeah. that. Like, but yeah, no, it looks like Luffy. It looks like his version of Luffy. Hmm. Hmm. And it, it bothers me. Uh, but yeah, basically, we're we're seeing in these flashbacks uh, either remembering all the times when he's talking about his great bro uh oh those were the days mark uh and then he's thinking about uh basically how his bro is so great with his unwavering adherence to rules and regulations he's a truly beloved hero uh and that's you know his love for his big bro is what inspired him himself to become a hero and then Todoroki, if you remember, at the end of the last chapter, Todoroki was kind of giving Ida some pep talk words of inspiration. Uh, and he continues it here as he tells Ida to never forget what you want to become. Now I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give my, my basically my one complimentary art piece, the like okay. art statement of this chapter. Oh boy. Um, I do like how all of the, the images of Ida... Um, like when we're seeing him awake from his perspective, you see the pressure lines up until the moment where it wears off. Like, I, I like that detail. Yes. That is a good shot. Um, and and I, I even like the fact that he initially doesn't even realize, like, he, he there, there's a panel where it's very clear he hasn't realized yet that it's worn off. Mm. And then he realizes it. Um, but no, like, that that's, that's my one complimentary art thing for this chapter. Uh. Continue. What I like is that it can we see because if you remember, uh, I did say it was pretty cool seeing Stain slice through uh, Todoroki's ice wall here. Could have sworn it was in more pieces, but whatever. Yeah, I would say that as well. Like uh, we made a big, big deal of the amount of pieces. Oh boy, that's yeah, that's that's well, that's one. That's maybe Mark. That's just the tip of the iceberg. <laughs> oh jeez. My goodness. Uh, but I also do like that Stain is just pretty much a, a demon uh, at this stage. Yep. Like you're really getting a sign, and it continues on in this chapter of how desperate Also, I heavily, I heavily question how how strong this ice actually is. Yeah, because a, a, big, a, big thing, a big thing that we've emphasized up to this point is that basically Stain, he's, he's not superhuman. He's He just has really good instincts. He, it's very clear that he has a lot of experience. Mm-hmm. And he's just like at peak physical, like human condition. Yes. Like that's a, that's a thing we've established in this universe that one people can be at that level, but two that they get quirk. That's your one superpower, and whatever its limit is, that's the limit of your superpower. Mm-hmm. I if I didn't know better, I would say that he had like a, a strength quirk or something. Mm, yeah, 
his body is a temple mark. Like, apparently. Um, <laughs> yeah. And his and his blades are like never dull or something like yeah, self sharpening question mark. Even though they have sharpened lines on them, which tells me that he sharpens it. Um, my point is, is that it legitimately bothers me. Mm. Mm. Um, it, it really doesn't bother me that much because it's kind of just like an anime cliche uh, or manga cliche. But it was just something where it just occurred to me. It's like, oh, we, he, we kind of emphasize that he's human. And then he does. Point is, is during all of this, it is basically like, oh, no, like basically he's 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 realizing he's been kind of a dick bag. He's been a bit of a goof recently. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Mm. And he realizes that he's like, wow, I am not a hero. Everything they've been doing is like is a hero. Like I should have saved that guy first. And then, yes, he has a flashback of his brother. Um, well, before that, Mark, uh, I just want to point out because it's from our favorite golden 10 out of 10 robo uh, punch chapter um, from volume 1. Oh, yes. Uh, I did like, I actually really did like this callback, because uh, if you remember, he's... He, he noticed Midoriya as he yeah, ran past. He noticed Midoriya, and then he gets angry because he's like, I would have saved I would have saved her uh, if it wasn't an exam. Him. Uh, oh, yeah, I would have saved him if it wasn't an exam. Um, I really did like that callback. Cause and then he realizes, oh, crud. I probably got points deducted. Yeah, but they probably noticed that. That and that's what there's makes probably him angry. more. There's probably more criteria because he just saved her. Like he points out, like was like, like all of them are like, oh, that dude. Why did he just destroy that one? And then he immediately realizes, don't they realize he just saved her? Mm. Oh crud! There was more criteria. Yes. Oh, yes. I probably screwed up big. Yeah, that's like, what makes uh, him really angry. Uh, but well, I, it's not. It's angry at himself. Yes. yes. Uh, but I do like that kind of he has realized now at this point that he has not developed at all since the entrance exam. Now, mind In you, fact, he's regressed. Yeah, yeah, he's gotten worse, I would say, uh, which was I really did like. And that was a nice callback. And then, as you say, the flashback, we're, we're trekking deep into flashback uh, country this time, I would Mark. say about half of this chapter is flashback. Oh, boy. Uh, yeah. Mm, uh, maybe not half, actually. Maybe like a, a good... Third. A decent third, yeah, definitely. Uh, uh, we see young Ida, who I think is particularly adorable, Mark. Um, yes. as, as we though, see. He, though he seems to shift between pudgy and and, and, and lanky yeah. in this. Like, yeah. Like in this that. flashback. Like, he, he starts out a little bit pudgy, and then he gets super lanky, and then he ends up pudgy and then lanky in the I last th- panel. I think and it's it's, like, it's very inconsistent. Yeah, it's 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 altering between child and small human adult. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it, it really does alter sometimes. Like sometimes it's like drastically. Yeah, sometimes it's child either and sometimes it's just mini either. Uh, and there's not much of a difference uh, in some of these panels. Uh, but we see him basically interacting with good old Tensei um and it's funny here he's something that like he has continued throughout this series is like the motif of uh, either being a ro- or having robotic tendencies as we see here here uh, mm-hmm. even with the uh, worst sound effects of him lifting his arms up and down robotically and, and it even pisses off his brother like don't be so literal yeah <laughs> but yeah we're basically seeing um either wanting to become a hero uh, and he wants to know why Tensei became a hero and Tensei just says straight up to be popular 
uh, which you know you gotta respect the hustle, I suppose. Uh, you gotta respect the honesty. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, and then, uh, well, he does say that he's only half joking as well. Uh, but basically, he says that uh, you know, as we know, Mark, the Ida family is a, a long line of heroes. Uh, I found this interesting because this means that that picture that was shown mm-hmm. was obviously their grandfather. Yes. Um, but then their mother and father. And I'm like, okay, well, one of them, one of them has something about an engine quirk because Ida's are in his arm, or uh, Tensei's are in his arms, yes, and yes. Ida's are in his legs, yes. Um, and uh, it, it just makes me question. Okay, so yes, assuming that that was the the mother, even though I want to say that the 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 picture we get, got shown, the female had a, like a ponytail or something. Maybe I could be wrong with that. A ponytail um, engine. What, uh, what well, no, it, it was it was more. I want to say Ida's mother had like like different color hair. Oh, in the, what way, I in the hospital. Yes, yes, that is correct. Now, now cutting it is one thing, but it was just like if I'm remembering right, I could be misremembering. It could be the right color hair. I could be misremembering, and it was clear that it was female because of the you know the the physicality of it the as body opposed type, to yes, yes, yes. I yes. can't remember. It was so long ago. Point is, is that they're both heroes, and they both probably have some type of speed quirk. Mm, some engine-related um, ba- work. Yes. Based on the fact of what we will find out, because normally we don't talk about this stuff in between chapters, but for the one for next chapter, we find out more about Ida's costume and how basically it's it's built for to you know to make it more aerodynamic. It's terrible as armor. Oh boy! Well, well, they we straight up that. say that it, it does not offer any protection, mm. uh, and I'm just like, wow, that's dumb. <laughs> not 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 good at uh, keeping them knives out. I get that it slows you down, but maybe maybe you could do something else. Yeah. Then oh then look boy. like you're in a full suit of armor that's basically made out of paper mache. Um, if anything, these ca- chapters have been the character assassination of Ida. Um, but yes, so basically he we we see kind of why he idolizes his brother. Um, and then we we jump back to basically staying charging towards Shoto, um, like jumping over the ice. And him thinking about basically, you know, that he's not like he's not like Deku or, or Shoto. Like he's he's a novice. He 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 can't measure up. And this is where we see, though his hand is very blurry. Is that how it is for you? Like I'm wondering if this is a printing thing. Like no, his yeah, hand... no, I think that's the effect that they're trying to go with. Yeah, um, it's I'm just, not sure it, what it conveys, really. I'm not sure what it conveys because they because they've shown the pressure in a very different way. And I was thinking that that might have just been a printing issue, but it sounds like it isn't. Um, uh, but then we see that he it's a different type of shaking, and he can start to kind of move, though it's creak, creak, or creak, creak, which sounds like he's just yeah. cracking all of his knuckles, which just, mm. Like, I mean, I'm, I'm all for, like, cracking your knuckles, but just how he's doing it without moving sounds like they're being broken. Um, mm. It's just like, I can't measure up to their standards, you know, be that as it may. And then we see that Shoto has launched just a big fire attack. And here's where we're getting into all of the art. This is this is where my soapbox will start. Oh, this. boy. Here we go. Strap yourselves um, in, listeners. So, so uh, Shoto just sends out, like, a big giant... Honestly, it looks like a Kamehameha, except it's a fireball. Like, just look at the shape of it. Yeah, it's, it's like... It's starts not a even... ball and goes to a smaller beam. Like, it, it's... If it didn't have the effects in it, I'd be like, oh my god, is he just doing a Kamehameha? The fact or, that you or, can't or, even or see his Or a Galic gun, or literally half of Dragon Ball Z moves. Uh, it's literally his whole arm is engulfed in this. That's, that's yep. impressive. Um, and, and he's... And then, um... Stain just realizes ice and fire, and I'm just like, oh my god... <laughs> Have you not paid attention? To 
because he because he, he he says this like I don't know understand why he would he would say this. He's seen the fire before. Obviously, yeah, he's seen the he's, exactly he's seen new. the fire. He's no, I wasn't his opening move the fire. Yeah, it was. Yeah. <laughs> Like he's even flare. Like he even stopped. He even stunned him from flaring up by throwing knives into his arm, yeah. which caught him off guard. So he he lost his concentration, um, and, and he stopped flaming up. It's just like really, are are you are you noticing it now? Like oh my god, short term memory um, loss. It, 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 like having if you had had this, if you had just taken take out those word bubbles and that panel's great. Because mm. yes. it, it, it's they're completely unnecessary. In fact, they're detrimental. Yes. Um, and then um, we, we see Shoto realizing, dang it, I can't, I, you know, I can't dodge at this range. Um, uh, and then he's like, hasn't any, any – and I think it's supposed to be Stain saying this like, ice and fire. Hasn't anyone ever told you you rely too much on your court? It's like, no, that doesn't, that doesn't play right. Like, why, why would he announce to him ice and fire? Um, but yeah, so then, then, we get to the, then we get to this panel where um, – he, he says you basically, you know, you rely way too much on your quirk. And we see, and this is something I actually believe about the series, and I really think, and it really pisses me off that he's right about this. Because as far as we've ever seen, um, and I would say it's only almost confirmed because we see several people learning these basic things from other people, or they knew it going in, is that there seems to be no, like, basic level of, like, self-defense training for these kids. Um like uh, we have, for instance, we have what was it Uraraka learning the stuff? Oh, from uh, Gunhead. Or, yeah, or or she will learn the stuff from Gunhead. Yes. Point is, is that she's going to learn it from an actual hero that she interned with. Mm. Um, we know that Yoyorozu and Shoto, uh, and Shoto, we only know because we basically seen him training in a dojo at a, a couple points. Yes. Um, both of them, the, both of them have martial arts experience. Um, uh, Bakugo. If he doesn't have strictly martial arts experience, he, he obviously, you know, he, he knows what he's doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I believe Kaminari has some type of... I, I'm not sure if it's confirmed, but it's, it's pretty Kaminari clear that he has, or Kirishima? Or Kirishima, sorry. Okay. Um, has some type of background in it. And obviously... Uh, Maybe, Oh, yeah. Tail, Tail. Um, oh, Ojiro. Yeah, Ojiro. Yes. He, he absolutely... Has martial well, he arts is experience. the martial arts hero. I would hope well, so. Well, that yes. that, and we've also seen him use it. Yes, like yes. it's that it gets his entire shtick. But but uh, all the others, like they, we will see later on in points where they have to like fight, and they're like base. They don't go like the basic like exactly like this, but it, it's effectively comes to what do I do? Oh my god, my quirk's not working. Bad things, as opposed to. I will try literally anything else. Or, oh, my quirk's not useful here. And, and th- that's just something that's always pissed me off about the school. It's like you're trying to train them to be a better hero, but you haven't, give, you haven't even given them basic self-defense 101. Yeah, yeah, you know. Uh, it's been complete reliance do... on the quirk. Yes. Um, and, and, and that's what pisses me off the most, is that their teacher is Aizawa. Yeah, yeah. It would be rational to teach these kids at least to like a basic level, like th- this stuff. Like they're all shocked when when Deku like does that shoulder, that basic shoulder throw, um, and it's just like, oh my god, where did he learn that? It's like he should be learning it at this school. That is something that always pisses me off. Yeah, especially yeah. here because we have somebody who we know can do stuff because he he's shown indirectly that he he understands stuff. And in fact, even right here is a good example. He's he's so aware of the battle that he realizes, oh god, I, he got in too quickly. I can't dodge. Mm. Like it's something where he has that level of competence to be able to keep up. 
Um, and yes, he was relying way too heavily on it. Um, but here's the problem with the art. So Stain looks fine. His sword, his sword looks fine. Like it, he's holding it up at, a, at an angle that um, is not sticking out very far. In fact, I'd almost say it's kind of going over his shoulder, except for the fact that you very clearly see a, a significantly tinier and I guess like standing on something and super far away Shoto shooting out the fire and the sword, like a good over half of it is like almost to his chest. And it's like, OK, there's some foreshortening problems you have there. Like, oh, my God, this is huge. And this is not. And this is like we know the distance, especially because the, the distance longer than Todoroki is. At this uh, and he's also he's also on a lower platform and bigger. Yes. I'm not sure I could even do this with the camera angles. Like this is this is you have two you basically have two different things from two different angles and two different perspectives forced together and it looks bad. Because especially the next panel, we see that it's only the tip of the sword and the sword angles off like it's supposed to and it, and it like gets shorter or the farther, you know, closer to the tip. Um and it's it's just basically like the tip, like maybe the last like uh I, I wouldn't even say fourth I would say maybe the last like six of the blade is like almost about to hit him. Hmm. And then we see and then we see this from another angle and we see that I'm right. It's about like the last maybe sixth yeah. of, of the yeah. blade. Um, and he's 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 far away from him, but he's not that as far away from him. It, the panel where, that's wrong makes them both look way too close or way too far away. And here we see he's kind of like in a middle ground. So it's just bad art back there. And we see that it has decided to stand up. Um and Stain is still moving forwards. He hasn't finished the slash yet. It's very clear we caught this at an instant in time. Yes. That Ida has gotten up while some of this stuff has been going on. Stain realizes it, it's worn off. Ida thinks to himself, like, never again. Like, never again, you know, will they or my brother. And he's, he yells, he says, recipro. And the fact that he says this out loud is both significant because he, he says recipro burst. And he proceeds to cover a uh, – to move at a speed – um, because this thing is this thing is probably less like we basically see it, it's less than an it like two inches. Oh, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna yeah. double my original estimate. It's maybe two inches from Shoto's chest. It's seconds away. Yes, it, uh, not even seconds. Yeah, it's yeah. less than a second yeah, away. from him. Yeah, it's like he's going to get stabbed. It's maybe much. a half second away from him. Yes. Um, and, and in less than a half second, uh, Shoto manages to say reciprocal burst and to move what they show us. I'm gonna I'm gonna have to say that's probably. To, to use, uh, I was going to say a couple feet, but no, it's probably maybe like three, four meters. It is a decent, like, length. It, it, it's, yeah, he will, he's never moved this fast before, and I can tell you as of uh, right now when we're recording this, he has not moved this fast since. He's not even shown to be able to move anywhere near this fast since. Yeah, this is superhuman uh, speed yes. right here. Superhuman plot convenience speed. <laughs> Um, and he kicks the sword and it breaks. And I'm just going to say right here, because I said I would say it in, when we were talking beforehand, uh, I'm not actually bothered by the fact that he kicked the sword and it snapped instead of bending what it would in the real world because this is suspension of disbelief, yes. blah, blah. That's not my problem here. My problem is the fact that this thing was almost on top of him and now it's sent flying and it somehow didn't hit Shoto's arm, who, by the way, has not been able to move. Like, this is how quickly it's gone. He's been barely able to turn his head. That is how fast this is. This scene has gone. Yes. Like, it, is, it has been maybe a, a fraction of a second, maybe a half second has, has gone by. Since since he got and it's just oh it bothers me because it should have hit him, it should have hit like it's spinning up should have hit Shoto in some way yeah like it, like or because basically how he's how he's kicked it means that it it, it and basically how he's kicked it and where he's kicked it means that um, somehow instead of hitting his Shoto's arm that was still outstretched with the fire it magically uh like um 
spun around his arm and then up in the air at a different angle. Um, and it just, it bothers me. Like it immediately pissed me off. Um, but one thing that I do, I did like initially is we see that the, the, where the katana is broken, it's pretty short and it stays very consistent as, uh, Ida finishes the reciprocal burst from, uh, one's justice. Yes. Um, which I'm pretty sure this is probably where the attack was taken from. Like, the, oh, the, yeah. what it looked like was probably from taken page, from here. I would say, yeah, um, uh, and we see a sound effect that, that I would almost say was in the original piece that, thump, like, it just, it's in a different font than we've ever seen the, the stuff before to the point where it looks like it almost might be from the original panels. It could be. Like, yeah. In the triangles. Yeah. Mm. I actually kind of like the triangle stuff because I think it shows motion pretty well. Yes. Um, but then Ida kind of, you know, he, he does the kick, he lands on one foot and then spin kicks with the, the other one into the air, though we don't actually see how he, you know, got upside down all of a sudden. It's not. It's um, another one of those issues where there's a panel missing. You know, yes. for me anyway. There's just there's uh, a gap uh, in, in what's happening in the action that is. Uh, yeah. But then, but then we see that Ida has kicked him away, and we actually see basically, you know, from the actual kick to him being knocked away. I I love the action from it. I love the pace. Like, it looks good, um, and and it's great. And then uh, Stan realizes he's fast. He which, sure is. <laughs> which to be well, no, to be fair, like last time he, you know, last time he got him, like the guy, you know, Ida was running up to attack him. He just basically very casually turned around and stopped him when Ida was implied to be going, like Ida was implied to be going kind of like full out to about like to attack. Mm. Um, and Stain was faster. Now he's like, oh wow, he is fast. This is the like, first time like, Ida's is, got one on Stain. This is the first Stain time getting Ida a couple is, on him. Yes. Yes. Um, this is the first time he's moved faster than uh, like Stain could really keep up with. Yes. Um, which would surprise him because I I think Stain like us figured oh he I thought he would have used his top speed when he tried to kill uh, kill me the in the initial surprise attack like wouldn't that be when would make sense? Um, Especially but, uh, before he was injured as well. Yes. yes. Um, and and Deck was like oh Ida. And then, uh, you know, so it was like it wore off. Uh, the guy, you know, the guy's, uh, the guy's quirk isn't so great after all. It's like it, it's great if you're type B. As as all of this has happened, and uh, that one other hero is still not up yet. Um, mm. yeah, but then Ida's like, pretty. you know, Ida. Then Ida goes into like emo mode, and he's like, uh, <laughs> you know, this had nothing to do with either of you guys. I'm sorry. And then um, I do like. like can, not can, can I just say? Uh, I know it's that every time I bring it up, uh, it's the, we get the dir of uh, Ida's engines kind of powering down. <laughs> every but, time I see, every time I see him like this, all I can think of how can this happen to me? That meme, just yeah, that song playing in the background. It's just it, the dir and then his face. Oh, it, it really just oh go- I get what you're getting. You, oh. get, you see what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. Now I can't unsee it, and it's amazing. I know. Once you see it, you cannot see it, and it just, uh, especially because Ida's done a lot of dumb stuff. Uh, this this arc, yeah, it, it feels justified for a big dir right on top of Ida's uh, head. Uh, uh-huh. Yeah, but uh, as you were saying, Mark, uh, Deku was basically, oh, Ida, shut up, not that again. And then we see that Stain is like he 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 lands and he recovers, mm-hmm. or he jumps back and recovers, and he does like uh you know this is why like I, I swear I won't you know let you uh let you two lose any more blood here. And then the blade um, comes then, down out of nowhere. Not only does the blade blade come down, well I mean it was in the air, but yes. it, it comes straight down, and uh, they're in a, they're in an alleyway, so this is this is asphalt, this is basically rock, mm. um and it has just it just falls straight in and, and considering how long this katana was. 
Um, don't look at the next panel yet if you're reading along. Because um, that's a that's a spiel that both of us were annoyed with. Oh, um, so so it was pretty. It was it was a katana, and uh, it, it was cut. It was basically snapped fairly near the hilt, um, and uh, it has just embedded itself quite a ways in the ground. And it's supposed to show how powerful Ida is. I have so many problems with this. Like I cannot suspend my disbelief that after we very clearly see it going up spinning, that it just landed perfectly down in the ground and embedded itself. Over, I'd say three fourths. Of the way, yeah, it is a uh, of, the, of the snap link, like it's it's quite a bit, and it bothers me. Oh, it pisses me off. Oh, it really pisses me off. There's no crack. It just it just apparently, uh, <laughs> apparently, just ground is not as strong in this universe. Oh or, or or swords or just like basically lightsabers because it was that's a how really it looks powerful like. There's not kick. even a crack. There's not even a crack in the ground except for you know. Uh, the the crack that let the the sword oh it pisses me off and then we get to this next panel and we're just gonna cover what Stane says he's like you know it's no use pretending a person's nature is not so easily changed basically no you didn't have a change of heart just watching these guys like please um but the problem is is that um there's a huge foreshortening issue as um his sword has grown like the 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 broken blade um has now grown quite a bit quite a bit Uh, or at least from the angle it appears so anyway. Yes. Well, not not even from the angle. Um, so if you look at, like, the sharpening, like, the, the grooves and lines mm. on the sword when it's broken, there are three of them. Like, three kind of, like, think about little triangles. Yes. Please count the triangles for me. Right here. Oh, please. there's a lot more than three, Mark. Oh, boy. Yes. Yeah. Especially because he's done such a good job throughout that point of showing a pretty consistent, like, I'm not going to say, oh, it needs to be 100%, like, you need to do the math of all the stuff. Like, it was consistent enough that it didn't bother me. Mm. Then all of a sudden, apparently, he only cut the blade in half after we very clearly show it, it wasn't. And it's like, what the heck? Mm. Like, it, it immediately picked me up. He got like, one of them growing up. blades, Mark. They're you know, yeah. special offer in the Hero Killer store. And then we just we just ignore that that happened. Um... And also that his hands are bleeding. Um, I did like the line, though. I thought the line was nice. Oh, no, the line is good. That's why yeah. I got went past it quickly. And then he continues, like, you know, you're a fake, uh, a fake who prioritizes his own selfish desires, a cancer on society, warped by heroes. Someone needs to correct the system. And then and then, and then we re- they were reminded that, oh, right, Shoto showed up, like, after he had done his first speech. Like, Shoto does not know half the things that even Midoriya knows. Right. <laughs> Because um, he's like, oh, so you're a fundamentalist. Yeah. Get with the times. Like, don't listen to this guy. Yeah, he's like, you don't listen to this guy. Like, you just don't don't listen to his nonsense, Ida. Um, not having, you know, obviously been there to the fact, like, he's literally like, oh, what, he's a crazy guy. Don't worry about, it. like, don't listen. And then, yeah, he's just crazy. He's like, no, he's he's kind of right. He I don't valid see. points. Yeah, yeah. Like it's a, it's a point where it's like, no, you kind of missed like all the important stuff, Shoto. Like, I appreciate the support, but um. Nah, he kind of makes a point here. Because Shoto doesn't know that basically Ida came here to kill Stain for his brother, where is Midoriya knows this fact. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's seeing only half the story, he's I He's seeing say. only half of it. What I, would, what I do like, though, and what I could see out of this, is seeing how Stain says uh, a person's true nature is not so easily changed. I don't know, I think that might rub... Considering... How Todoroki has developed in this series, I could see maybe Todoroki uh, calling him out on just that. And well, that he, he makes he makes a point. Like, I mean, yes, you can have them do it because it's your main character, but typically people don't just like 
but but even his stuff was over time. Here you have what is implied to be maybe a minute. Yes. Maybe two maybe maybe two or three minutes of time he went through an entire like change. Hmm. Like I would be calling him out on it too. Like, yeah, that's I'm gonna, true. I'm gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna backstand on this one. Like, like you got no, a point. he didn't. He didn't have like is I mean, like been like let let let's be generous and call this five minutes. Let let's be generous. Okay. And let's let's assume five minutes have passed up to this point since Ida got there. Hmm. Do do uh, uh, let's say let's say you got you're doing something, uh, and somebody was like, yes, I've basically had this entire like outlook change and I've, I've all this stuff. Would you believe them? I'm go- yeah, from saying I'm going to kill you, which I'm pretty sure he did say at some point, uh, to I am going to be a hero. Um, yeah. Like he's right, you know, I'm gonna be here. It's like no, like I wouldn't believe. I mean, we know Through that it's jets. what's happened. Yeah, yeah. We know that it's what's happened, but I wouldn't believe it either. Like, mm. and, and I don't blame him for not believing it because it, it's pretty ridiculous. It is pretty um, ridiculous. But then, uh, then we get an okay panel of, um, you know, saying. Uh, of of Ida being like uh, because if you know if I break then Jenner's really dead like I, I won't break and then we get basically what I'm think is a it's basically a U.S. comic book panel of uh, Stain saying you're hopeless and I love it yeah what is like it's very heavy on the ink I uh, don't know why we went to like 80s um uh black and white indie comic right yeah. panel here but uh, we did and I'm okay with it um it was a cool and style then uh, and then there's just and then just Shoto explodes things with fire. More fire. Um, Seems no, to be his, just, his one trick pony. Yeah. Well, it doesn't even. We don't even see him shooting it. We just see an explosion of fire in his handout yeah. in the left handout. Um, and we're led. Oh, uh, we see some action lines. So I suppose we're led to believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. And then um, the the hero who they've you know who's been basically like paralyzed the whole time is like idiot the hero killer is after me and the dude with the white armor forget fighting back and just get out of here and Shoto kind of points out like I don't think he would let us <laughs> like, it's like I think we're kind of in it at this point I don't think we could get away if we wanted to yeah they've made the um, bet at this stage yes um, and then you know and then they basically say you know he points out like you know he made it clear a minute ago and he, he's all f- uh, he's all fired up too which is a very Japan, <laughs> Japanese anime way of saying like he, he's, he's it's intense now. Um, but it's funny I, I because the that's guy that's what I found up is yes I know the fire the guy who did the fire said fire don't mark. <laughs> yes he made he made a bad pun. Oh boy! And then and then we get another like just dotted panel that I like gradient panel that I'm like wow that's dumb. <laughs> I know it's supposed to be the fire but wow. Oh it's I dumb. could see that. And he basically fire. it basically says you know the whole blood type thing you know adds an uncertainty to his quirk. Uh, but his quirk is what makes him strong. Uh, and basically what they're saying here is they realize he's an ambush predator. He doesn't like getting into fights with multiple people and drawing things out. He's strong because he has a modus operandi that he sticks to. Yeah, he's, yeah uh, which makes it's sense. It's like, uh, like, to give an example of how this kind of thing can work, World War II, the German uh, aces who have, I believe it's a German ace that has the top amount of kills or... Uh, yeah, kills of all time in like the 500s, which is absolutely ridiculous because five kills is what makes you an ace pilot. Okay. And he had like over 500. Oh damn. Yes, because what he would what he would do is he'd go in, get the kill, and leave. If he couldn't get the kill, he just abandoned the attempt. Um, so and he, he had wouldn't a method. Get into a dogfight. He had a method. Mm. He had a method, and it worked. Mm. And that is why he was so you know he, successful. he did as well. He was so successful, yes. and it's basically. In a lot fewer summarizing words, basically what they're saying. He, he's an ambush predator. He doesn't want this drawn out. 
um, against one person whose quirk is terrifying, uh, against several That's people can compensate. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Um, and basically, they, yeah, no, he's, uh, we're in it. He, he's, he's going for the kill now. Um, I'm more than heavy uh, inking. Yes, but, but in a different style, in a different, in a different style, I would almost say like here is like watercolor style, yeah. whereas before it was absolutely like comic book style. I suppose it's just to showcase, you know, this stain is done playing at this stage. Uh, yeah, he, yes. he's not messing about no more. And then we get the final nail in the coffin for the Ida character assassination. Oh, no. Um, his, his recipro is broken, um, which which led me to questions like, so so is it an actual like organic like machine that's in him like what is it and why does it constantly break anytime he uses it it seems incredibly fragile like, like incredibly he, he fragile. uses it to run and it too fast and it breaks but yeah. apparently like he, you, do you remember when he burned was it the sports festival when he went as fast as he could like he went almost as fast as he did like a couple seconds ago mm. um like right past everybody like yes. that might be getting near that speed but that burned him out that stalled his like engine. he's it stalled his engine yes. here no, it didn't stall his engines, because that stalled both of his engines. Here, he was either not going as fast, or it's bull. Hmm. Um, but, but no, he broke, he broke it with the kick. He broke it with the kick. And I'm like, oh my god, you're useless, Ida. And this is the moment when I realized that, oh my god, Ida is terrible, and I don't like him anymore. <laughs> and he's useless. Yeah, well, it's just like not and even. That was a, and I'll be honest, that was a tough pill to swallow. But I realized, oh my god, Ida is terrible and useless. It's, I get, I get, you know, having to have the the teamwork element here, but having it like break so easily often and like often, fight, yeah, like it, it really fight. just lowers Ida's capability as a hero. It's not even Lancer luck. It's just wow, you're useless. Yeah, like it's it's just it's very underwhelming. Uh, really um yeah well anyway so we see that we see that uh i, I i'll let you take a break mark because i i feel so. like i feel like <laughs> i feel thirsty just listening to you but um yeah we, we see either uh seeing that his reciprocating engine has broken uh because that last kick damaged his radiator mark don't you know oh boy should uh, put some padding in your freaking suit of armor Jeez, it'd be great if your armor wasn't literally tinfoil oh man but uh we we see uh, he needs a, a a little bit of help from Todoroki he asks if uh, Todoroki could use some of his fancy icy hot powers to freeze his leg for him without blocking the exhaust pipes because you know he needs them um and then we see uh Stain getting annoyed <laughs> Getting annoyed that uh, Todoroki could potentially be giving a helping hand, and he just chucked some knives at him. Uh, and okay, okay, I know that you don't, you're not appreciating either right now, Mark. But you have to admit that this was pretty heroic. Uh, heroic, yes, but it just it just emphasizes the fact that how useless his armor is. I get that it's so that he can run faster, but I would expect it to have at least some staying power, mm. like of some kind, because yeah. it's a material of just some type that's not fabric. But but we very clearly see that this 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 basically, you know, pocket knife that was thrown at him mm. just, just cracks right through it. Well, the just, first knife oh. is kind of, it's halfway between the joints uh, or, or the shoulder joint and the kind of elbow arm. Yes, but it went straight. But but from the art, it went straight in. It wasn't like it went in and then anything yeah. else. No, it went straight in, which means it cut 
right through it. And this second knife is like the forearm guard. So that should be all armor. You mean the machete? Uh, oh, the, yeah, the machete. Yeah. Well, I suppose... He, I just realized he threw, and wow. Yeah, the, hmm. yeah. Uh, I, I only just noticed that there as well. Uh, but, yeah, so the machete goes in, and it, like, like, like with the knife, no issues. Now, obviously... It, it, it's like a hot knife through butter. Yeah. I wish we could... I could be making some other joke there, but... It's just so effortless. Like, yeah, it's it really just. There's a lot of issues, e- even if just e- either with the armor or just Ida's engine in general and like, how weak. I it might is. be well. Like, if it was something he's on the ground, he just stabbed it down with you know the level of strength we'd seen with him, like into his like armor hand. I might have been able to agree with that because that would have been like the single most like amount of power we've ever seen him hit Ida with. Right. Like the the kick, not as powerful the 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 other time he was stabbed not as powerful um but if he just straight up you know like just slammed it down on him i might have been able to believe that hmm. like not not like oh well it's clearly not a suit of armor but like th- that that material would probably just give way to it but some of this other stuff is just dumb yeah it's yeah. a stretch um, the more i read it the more it oh, continue <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna just go over here and Oh boy, yeah. Blow off some steam, Mark. Let it out. Uh, but yeah, so we see. I did appreciate at least that either, because he did say he didn't want his friends to be bleeding anymore. So really, he is literally uh, taking taking the blood for him, I suppose, uh, or taking the bullet. Get down, Mr. President, right now with either. Uh, and so then. Todoroki, well, we see Todoroki whipping up some ice moves as Ida tells him to hurry up. In the meantime, uh, Midoriya, who's just been lying around uh, through all this, uh, he gets up. So uh, we see that this this is the second time that uh, his the 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 um, the that it's worn off. Yeah, the blood. Uh, I, I the I forget the name of the quirk. Blood curdle. Uh, I blood think curdle. It is. Yeah, it's blood... worn off, and the uh, he's a uh, type. Oh, I think he's typo. Yeah, he's uh, typo. So this mm. is the one that is least effective on. Yes, which makes um, sense. Which which means that in the time for the least effective, the one that it's most effective on hasn't been able to move at all. Mm. And yeah, and in his head, uh, he thinks that with two jumps, he should be and u- using the ice platform, he should be able to get up and hit Stain again. And we kind of um, in everybody's head, we get some coordination. Which I think is, uh, you know, quite. Also, convenient. do his calves just look unusually like thick, puffy? Yeah, yes. I <laughs> like I don't. When you when you point it put it like that, Mark. I don't, yeah. I, like, I don't. No, I mean like specifically like just the calf. Like yeah, it looks pretty... like some of the armor, and I'm just like, is is this always been a thing? He's got them juicy juicy glutes, I suppose. I don't know. Um... Uh, no, no, it's it's definitely lower legs. Oh, front yeah, it is. Yeah, it's not. Like good. you see what I mean. Yeah, I can see. I can see there with that panel specifically. Yes. Um, yeah, he's pretty thick, Mark. Oh yeah, no, know. it's it's another stuff. It's another stuff. It's part of his leg guard. Never okay. mind. It's just okay. dumb looking. Uh, and so yeah, everybody's kind of figuring out the game plan in their heads, mind you. There's no like. Now maybe off panel we see Todoroki discuss something with Ida, but really what happens next here is. Uh, pretty lucky, I think. But it's, it's honestly everybody improvising. Like, yeah. we, we we have we have some like something like this happening in Naruto. I wouldn't I wouldn't second guess at all. Okay. Like, 
Like we we always laugh of how, especially in the beginning, how terrible the ninja Naruto is. But then we actually see like, oh, here are the prerequisites. Like these kids go through basically, like I mean, they start as kids, but they they pretty quickly go through like what is effectively a boot camp that is a school. Um, and, and the entire premise is like coming up with these complicated, multi layered plans that just people who work together well enough just you know either play off of each other or they kind of know what they're thinking or stuff like that. Not these guys. Yeah, like, it, I, it, you're right. It's a problem here. It's like very it's, it's either the best. What happens? It's either the best improvising ever oh or boy. just cosmic luck. Yeah. Well, we'll, we'll get into it. Called the writing. So, uh, Todoroki uh, gets some crack election going on uh, with Ida's engines, and they dur into action <laughs> once again. Uh, and then he launches uh, what looks is it an ice ramp that he's sent? Well, no, that's fire that he's he's got going launching at Stain. While Ida unknifes himself, he he pulls the knives out of uh, out of both his arm and it, guard it makes me and his... cringe more because he's doing it with his um, teeth. Well, not not just with his teeth, but on the serrated edge because he obviously can't reach the other because his other arm is just useless. Yes, uh, and now both of his arms are useless. Um, yeah, ouch. Uh, yeah, he's just definitely going through some pain this chapter, Mark. Yes. Uh, while saying he can still fight. Who needs arms? Uh, well, he can't, because his are pretty busted at this stage. And he does a reciprocal extend uh, and launches launches into the air uh, with a swing coming towards Stain. In the meantime, Stain turns his head around and notices Midoriya flying in uh, from the right uh, with his or from. And I, I just I just want to say I just want to say right there he. Midoriya looks like Impulse from I think it was like the nineties like Impulse from DC Comics. Okay. Like the Bart Allen his comic. Like it looks like Kid Impulse from that, like a panel from that. Like I could absolutely see with the I electricity could, yeah, and I everything. Could, I could see that and with it's, electricity. It's, 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 in the art style, I'm just like, oh, that bothers me now. Um I like impulse, so it doesn't bother. I'm not me. saying it's a bad thing, I'm just like that is impulse. Okay. That's not Midoriya. <laughs> That's impulse. Um but then uh, Impulse cosplaying Midoriya uh, is coming in from the right, and then Todoroki just tells them to go, and then it all kicks off. Ida says he'll use his legs, Midoriya will use his fists, as we see him charging up. And only and Stain only cares about the punch. Yeah, <laughs> well, we've seen he's, his face he clearly turn. Is, well, no, we clearly see that he's not taking Ida as seriously as he is taking Midoriya. Yes. Which, you know, I would argue is, like, the logical choice from Stain, considering the fight that Midoriya has put up compared to the fight that Stain yes. has put up. But then we get, uh, and I will, I don't care what you think about the art, Mark. I'm pretty sure you will agree with me that this uh, double-page splash is pretty magnificent, as we see... Oh, it's 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 good. We see Midoriya and Ida both do a one-two knockout blow... Uh, on Stain. Midoriya gets him right in the face, and then Stain gets, or either gets him kind of in the in the belly, chest area, uh, and they just they just whack him, uh, and they both say that all they needed was their arms and their legs for this uh, very... Uh, all we needed is our arms and our legs to punch and kick this guy. And also, some very lucky timing, uh, considering that none of this was planned, uh, and you know, it's boy, it's just lucky that... Uh, you know, they didn't bump into each other or anything while they were in, in midair because they had absolutely no prior coordination to this whatsoever. Um, I'm not salty about that. And at they all. also don't—they also don't have any like experience fighting together. Oh, jeez. Like, 
like yeah, when we've I, never I, seen I them bring, fight I, together. No, I'm just I'm just saying bring up the the Naruto example. It's like when during early stuff when Naruto and Sasuke just wordlessly you know plan things out. They've had some amount of time to train together. Like they they are familiar to an extent with the with what the other can do and and what what they do and how they react with the other. Here I, I we still have not seen them have we've seen them have like two classes together. And one of those classes was, I believe, English. <laughs> yeah, not much, uh, you know, fighting coordination nothing. in modern lists. Like, we've we've basically seen absolutely nothing of their schooling. Uh, yeah, it's just, like, especially... Now, I do think it's very cool, the way that, like, you know, the the panel, like... Midori's oh, no, no I'm saying right that, that part, the those, last, those last four pages look great. Yeah. It's just, you're absolutely right. It's just, it, no, it's like, especially, it just feels like forced? this level, of, no, just this level of court, it does feel forced. This level of coordination, the fact that, uh, like, you know, it's the, not been the attack so seamlessly pulls off or is pulled off and with no, <laughs> like, it's just a pure fluke. Like, oh my goodness. Um, but, you know, it is a nice looking fluke, I give you that. But uh, that is the end, Mark, of uh, chapter 53, uh, or is it 54, I think? I uh, chapter I think 54. Uh, and yeah. oh boy, the roller coaster doesn't stop there, listeners. Uh, do no, you want to just jump straight into chapter 55? Yeah, chapter 55, which is, all, which is only two characters different from entitled from chapter 56. My Hero Academia, chapter 55, conclusion, question That's, mark. Uh, conclusion, question mark, exclamation point. Exclamation As mark. opposed to next chapter, which is just conclusion. You don't want to get them mixed up, Mark. Written and drawn by Kohei Horikoshi. And it was first published in Weekly Shonen Jump issue 39 in 2015. And Mark... We jumped back a few minutes ago. As I desperately tried to open up the chapter. Uh, at Gran Torino's location. So yes. remember where we left Gran Torino? Uh, Endeavor had just shown up and attacked the... the it was multi-armed one, right? Or he was the one with four eyes. Yeah, the, the one four with four eyes. eyes. In the brain. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and he... Uh, it's clear that it, like he's just done the attack, and that Nomu is kind of steaming from it. He's like, my my blast was mostly for show. I've never seen anyone stay conscious after a hit like that. <laughs> oh boy! Did you just slam the book down on the table yes, I for did. dramatic so, effect? Uh, yes, um, <laughs> that, and I actually wanted to facepalm because I read it out loud. Um, so. Basically, what this tells me is that Endeavor's never been in an actual fight in his entire career. Which is odd, considering he's the number, he's two, the number hero. two hero. Mm. Which means, wow, he really must have brought in a lot of people. Like, like he really must have brought in a lot of... That's a lot know, of arrests. Just, just like, a, a lot of, like, minor villain arrests. Wow. Like, like nothing, nothing above C. No, maybe he had a, a B-ranked villain at some point, because eventually we'll get into the ranking systems. Mm. And sometimes it has to do with how dangerous they are, sometimes it doesn't. I'm going to say, he's maybe had a couple B-ranked, but they've mostly been C or D or just like straight thugs, because, oh my god. That that thing that was just for show, like nobody's been ever ever able to stay conscious after that. Hmm. And this this was something we also talked about beforehand. Um, that the best version of every single character in this series is from the anime, because the manga does stupid things like this. Mm, yeah, 
which yeah, which is I, I I can't can, can you can you talk me out of being upset with this scene, please? I legitimately <laughs> want you to. You're giving me a Herculean task there, Mark. Oh boy, exactly uh, my point. It's, it yeah. sets up the number two hero as uh, as just terrible, like. At this point, it's like, oh, so All Might is literally holding the society together because he's the only one who can do anything, yeah. which, to be fair, is something we've seen multiple times in this series. In the very beginning of the series, we saw all those heroes standing around because they couldn't deal with the sludge villain, so they just basically were like, well, we'll just you know, keep him from going out of, over here, and we'll just put out the fires, which the fire part I'm not complaining about. There were fires going on, so they had people putting them out. That part's fine. That part makes sense. Well, we do like um, background. But none of, them, none of them would even attempt. None of them, none of them would be like, you know, Kamala we woods could probably force his i mean there's fires there but he could be working with some of the, the heroes that had water to, to you know like douse some water or keep them you know wet while he tries to go in and just basically fish baku out like no there there were no attempts made um until all might was there mm. there were no like the the usj yeah um uh oh aizawa put in some pretty good uh fight and he, he was kind of useful um uh but but basically we had to wait till all might showed up um and that that is a very common thing like mm. like we we've definitely set up that oh all might's the pillar you know is the, is the the you know the the symbol of peace he's holding up society um and he seems to be the only hero we've really seen who is a hundred who can do things well, like can yeah. take on bigger threats. Aizawa, we saw, it, basically, we saw, like, in, in certain situations, and he can definitely take out street thugs. Um, and I'm not saying that it was un, it was bad that no one would beat him because it was way out of his league and not operating on his modus operandi. But but still, like, it, we basically been reinforced that All Might's the only one who can do anything, and this panel enforces it so much that it pisses me off. Yeah, it just, it undermines... Like, oh my god, All Might, go, what we've set up now is that All Might goes down and literally... The entire country is screwed. It like they have no chance. What what Endeavor is capable of as a, Which as the number two hero. Very, sorry. No, no, no. Which, I agree. Uh, it, yeah, it seems to be a very consistent thing in in this series. Is like like uh, like you remember where we undermine basically everything at the USJ? Oh yeah. Oh, I like, remember it, that. He seems to do a lot of undermining of his own stuff, and it pisses me off. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, but yeah, but anyway, Mark, we'll continue on. Uh, as we see, um, yeah. So this little this four-eyed guy, you know, he, obviously the flames didn't work on him, as it never pointed out. Uh, and then he kind of, we see kind of a hint of more quirks available from him as he unleashes the flames out of his back. Um, yes, but before that, because uh, this is important, Gran Torino starts to warm him. He's like, watch out. Uh, watch out, you. <laughs> you? Uh, yeah. This guy's uh, ellipses, ellipses. The guy starts flaming up. Um, he flames up. Um, uh, show, or, um, uh, Endeavor responds. He's like, I get it. Absorption. Um, absorption and release, right? Uh, but, you know, he had to suffer some damage. Like, his quirk is a joke. Oh, it's a and joke. Then, and, and then... Um, and then Gran Torino, who is now moved and is up in the air, finishes his line from uh, one, two, three, four, like four or five panels ago. Like after a bunch of stuff has happened. Strange. So what he was saying is um, this guy's strange. But he's like, this guy's bunch of stuff happened. Strange. Yeah. No, Todoroki. 
this guy's actually got multiple quirks. It's like, why are you taking such long time, like, pauses in your sentence? It's like when you see in a movie or a show where, you know, the, the characters are like, you know, they're, they're having like one conversation, but they're very clearly, it's like moving the plot along. So they're moving locations. And it's like, why are you taking such big, like, gaps in your sentence? It's like, it's pause for effects. Extreme pause for effect. Like, for us, the viewer, like, there was no change in, like, you know, his pacing. But if you think about it, it's like the person was like, uh, you know, that guy's going to be, they, they they drive to another location. Trouble. We need to take care of it. And it's like, why did you just pop, take such a what? When, that, like, when oh, you first so read it, and that that's how it reads because yeah. it, it reads strange until you uh, you actually realize that's what it's meant to do, and then it's kind of worse. Well, yeah. When you yeah. no, when, for me, when you first read it, like you in your head, you separate it as two senses because that's a logical point because he's he has stopped talking for a number of panels. Uh, so it doesn't make sense that there's such a drag on line here. Uh, so yeah, it's it's problematic when you when you put it like that. Uh, but we see uh, this guy is just unloading quirks as he bulges up um, to to really a muscly form. Uh, so we see that not only has he got uh, expulsion of power, he can also bulk up now i am guessing not like that is a separate power uh, probably and then he well he he bulges up and then he kind of launches into the air uh but like it's making me think that the bulging up was just as a launch pad because when he launches he doesn't have any of that muscle that he had yes uh, a second ago so it's kind of like a launch pad quirk maybe uh, and then we see kind of another quirk as he stretches out his mouth and his tongue pops out to a lot of different like this is just like a a tongue shaped tentacle attack going on here, uh, which is quite disgusting. Uh, and then uh, Gran Torino sees that the two he th- he's hoping he's hoping that they the two civilians left. Yeah. Oh it, no no we see them running off. We just yeah, see them running the, off in the in the distance like in, like two stick figures running off. Uh, and now I'm questioning, was he talking to the civilians? What is going on? Yeah, like, it, it, this whole scene is quite abrupt, uh, considering we haven't seen, like, a, a hint of uh, Gran Torino or Endeavor for a, a hefty chunk of chapters at this stage. And this, a, a, and after this page, things get worse. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, yes, oh so uh, he realizes they're gone. Yes. He's like, now that, and then... uh. Just all the tentacle globby things start coming out and everything. Like, oh, I see. And he starts raising his arm to attack um, as this stuff's coming out. And we see that Grant Torino basically just does, uh, you know, two jumps and he slams the guy into the concrete. It breaks like he's broken through the concrete, which is quite impressive. Um, yes, the, the the thing is very clearly in pain. I would even say it, it's clearly out cold. Like yeah. you see his eyes going. Eyes, yes, like, yes. It, 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 yeah. Um, and then we finally get a breakdown for Grant Torino. Mm. Which is surprising, uh, considering we haven't gotten a breakdown from him yet. I was surprised when this first popped up. But his quirk is jet. There are jet propulsion ports on the backs of his legs that pump out And that's out the air. part I have a problem with, because they're on the bottom of his feet. Uh, uh, Would you call the back oh, of your yes. leg the bottom of his feet? <laughs> yeah, they're they're specifically really the on the legs. bottom of his feet. Yeah, I'm wondering if it was a translation problem. It might have been. Something. Yeah, that's or, 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 or... If it was basically unclear at that time when it was originally written, and this is not a translation problem, this is a completely proper translation, and it was a problem over in the Jap- original Japanese. Could I couldn't be. tell you. 
Yeah. It, yeah. It's I, not it's, accurate. It's very not accurate. Unless, unless in Japan they call the back of your feet the bottom of your the, feet. The, yeah, the leg. I'm not really sure. Yeah, it's odd. Uh, but the other thing about the, the, the... The back of your legs, the bottom of your feet. Maybe, yeah. maybe that's a thing there. I don't know. It's not a thing over it's, here. It's a problem, uh, at yeah. least in English. Uh, but the other interesting thing about his quirk is that the air that comes out of the back of his leg slash feet... Uh, is that it is the same air that he breathes in. So using the quirk too much puts stress on his old body. Uh, you know, which which tells me right there, which the, spe- the specifics right there tell me it didn't put stress on his young bra- body, even though it means that his entire ability is controlled by his breath. Breath, yeah. Which would... <sighs> I wonder what happens if he has a cold. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, hypothetically who knows uh but yeah so and so we've seen that uh gran torino has pretty much taken this guy out uh so endeavor- and he's impressed endeavor yeah which is quite the feat i would say uh as he says oh. that gran torino can sure move for an well, old gran torino guy. before that gran torino's like i dang it I, I split the road it's been a while since i went all out like he's his instincts are still there, but he he doesn't maybe have as fine tune of power control as he did back in his prime. Is yes. I think what he's getting at. He's like, oh, I didn't intend to break the road there. Whoopsies. He's a little rusty, I would say. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah, Endeavor compliments him, saying that he can but sure as... move for an old guy. And then we see uh, an explosion in the background and screaming. Uh, but we, we but it, the the fire is implied to have already like been smoking, but there's yes. been like a, another explosion. Yes. I just want to make sure that that, that part is clear. That, yes. um, uh, Endeavor kind of is like, eh, I guess that's where everybody else is. How is it? Uh, and then kind of the next one, he's they're basically like, you know, we've only you know we've only wasted you know uh, like two or three minutes, uh, you know, but but there's another one, like another thing happening, or it's Grand Torino, another one already, like uh, maybe let's another this guy explosion. Up. Yeah, I, yeah, or I, I think he's that. assuming that it's another Nomu. Oh, okay, um, yes. And he's like, yeah, let's you know get this guy uh, into custody and go you know go back uh, up to the others. Um, and this is where Endeavor kind of flat. He's like, huh? And he flashes back, um, and basically flashes back to him, basically saying, you know, Shoto, you're joining us. You're gonna you're gonna see what a true hero can do. And we see um, Endeavor uh, and at least two sidekicks. Yes. Um, uh, and obviously Shoto, and they're running and. Endeavor yells at him to like put down the phone and you know watch. He says watch me when I get what he's saying, but it's like it's a fair point. He's like stop looking at your phone. We're, we have stuff to do. Um, and then um, w- which is interesting because the the implication is, is that this is the exact same. The next panel is the exact same thing that we're seeing from behind from a different angle. Mm-hmm. Um, where he he's yeah, I guess yeah because even how the hair's moving, he's, he he looks at the phone. And he's like and then. Shoto turns to run away. He's like, where, where are you going? And he basically, then Shoto gives him an address. Uh, the alley, you know, the alley at this place. Um, once you guys are done, send uh, any pros you can to back me up. Um, I'm sure you can wrap this up in a flash, right? He says sarcastically. He's like, right now, I think my friend's in trouble. Uh, and this is another point where I just, I begin to hate him. Um, so it's, it's not like he's by himself. Um, mm. he has sidekicks with you. These are professionals. Yes. Uh, are they are they on the the main hero level, or maybe the marketability, or maybe they're specialized? Whatever. He brought them here to help him hunt the hero killer. So they must be capable. So they must be capable. Yes. He should have sent one with Shoto because he's like, I think my friend might be in trouble. Like, send the others here to back me up. I think the other heroes might like. I I think there's trouble. My friend's in trouble. Mm. He should have like. I can sympathize with him being like, I need to go over here to like where the main stuff is going on. 
But I can uh, send one of my but, sidekicks along. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And this pisses me off because right here, these sidekicks completely disappear. You will never see these guys again, at least in this arc. They just a hundred percent disappear, and that's always pissed me off. Mm. That you don't even see these guys fighting the other stuff, even in the anime or in the background, like, yeah, or in the background or anything. They yeah. are just gone. Like, why put them here? Mm. It, it, he he wrote himself into a stupid corner here, and I don't even think he realized it at the time. He didn't even um, need to, yeah, yeah. But we haven't gotten to the stupid part yet. Oh. Uh, <laughs> So, uh, so at this point, um, he's like, uh, you know, this punk, leave, leave him to my sidekicks, who I guess are somewhere nearby. We haven't seen them. They weren't with you. Yes, like, where are they? Hmm. Um, if you have a communication device to talk with them, why didn't you give one to your son? Like, if he's part of the team, he should be able to stay the network. He should have been able to be like, they get some help. Like, help, yes, help, yes, help yes. now, help now, or or anything. Um, and he's like, uh, you know, but old man, I, I need you to go to a certain address um, uh, as reinforcements for the other. You know, basically, I'm all that I'm more than enough to be the reinforcement for everybody else. And he says it in a very, you know, he says it in a very convoluted way. Uh, as for reinforcements for the others, Endeavor alone is more than enough. Probably uh, are using the third Endeavor. person as well. Probably but... worked better on the original Japanese. Um, Always a good sign of a you know a, a very rational person. <laughs> yes, the point is, is he sent him after him. So, yes. uh, so I just, just want you. Know, I just want. I just want you to to just put this in your memory and just just keep it on the table. Okay, I keep it. I um, keep it in mind. So then we go back to the alleyway where I where if I didn't know any better because the angle is wrong, there's a manhole cover on the sidewalk e- that yes. I thought was a tumbleweed. For a second, because its angle is because he's done such a good job of showing perspective with all the lines and stuff yes. that the angle of that is a hundred percent wrong and it bothers me now. You know, I, I, I like it as a tumbleweed though. That that works right as a tumbleweed. <laughs> as a tumbleweed, it's spot on and it makes that panel perfect. Yeah. As I a like manhole that. cover, I heavily question why there's a manhole cover uh, on the sidewalk hmm. and why it's not at the right angle after you've painstakingly drawn in all the perspective yeah. around it. Hmm. It's oh, it bothers me. It bothers me a lot. Um and then we get, you know, and then we see Toto or Toto. Uh Toto Shoto Rogan. being like, she's yes. all fired up. And, and then we see that the that the punch is still happening. Um and then Midoriya realizes, oh God, I broke something. Uh I think I overdid it. Uh it's not broken though, but it, he's he's strained the ligaments. I be, if am I remembering correctly that he I'm ended pretty up sure spraying? that's yeah that is the case, yes. Um, he strained the ligaments, and I've uh, my honest theory here is that he strained the ligaments, um, not because he was using too much power. I mean, he says like like you know he because he's questioning it. He's like, did I overdo it? And I legitimately want to say it's because of how he punched. I want to say it was he did not punch with good form, and he over he over you know extended his arm with the punch. Could be. Like based on based on the angle of what I'm seeing, like I'd say it's probably more likely his punch was just, I mean, it had the power behind it, which probably didn't help. Mm. Um, but uh, it was the poor form. Yeah, we did the technique. Would honestly, yeah, would honestly be my guess. We didn't see him uh, do any stretches beforehand either. So well, not know. not even that. I'm just saying, like like that's a thing that we've that that that's been interesting with him is he doesn't know how to fight until he does. Like he he knows how to do that shoulder throw, but other than that, he has no technique. 
He has no form. He just kind of throws his arms out there. And with this added power that won't with, with this added power, yeah, yeah, like it's it's it, he's been punching okay enough until now, and now he punched kind of like down at a weird angle, and he over he uh over you know extended his arm, mm. and it, now it hurts. Mm. Which um, makes sense. It, it makes a lot of sense. Um. Uh. But yeah, as he's falling, and then Stain kind of opens his eyes, immediately recovering from it, and he swings around the machete. Um, to which Ida barely dodges. Oh, yeah. It's like, I will defeat you. Uh, this time, for sure. Uh, for sure, you as a criminal. And he's basically, uh, and me as a hero. And just Ida just, like, spin kicks him. And it's just like, oh, my God. You went down so easily with, like, nothing. And now you just, oh, it, it's so inconsistent. Are you saying uh, that you don't like I'm it? saying that there's plot armor. I'm saying that the guy who has absolutely no armor on, despite the fact he looks like he is, has plot armor. Yeah. Um, uh, basically, and Shoto's like, you know, he's, it's, he's, keep him on the ropes, because basically they're, they're stopping him dead in his tracks. Mm. Um, and and uh, Stain starts falling, because um, he has been hit in like, the head with the, like a, a quick burst of the flames. Um, and then we see that Ida's other leg is starting to give out, because um, it's spurting. And then Shoto catches them, uh, with ice, and he's like, basically, he's like, get up. He's still, and they realize that Stain is down because Ida, despite everything that's happened, despite everything, and just everybody else basically putting in all the work, except for him at the very end, it's basically steal the win, um, knocks him out. Yes. Well, Though when, I, when prefer, I legitimately, I legitimately, I legitimately prefer to think of it like here's my headcanon, at least for the manga version. Okay. Uh, Shoto knocked him out. <laughs> Yeah, well, the, he, the yeah. face. I much prefer that version because he's very heavily implying that it was um that it was Totoro or that it was uh, Ida. Like I think that's what he's going for here. I think I so. I yes. think that's what he's going for. But uh, no, I much prefer that it's Shoto because Ida has not earned this. Oh my god, you did not have just like an entire life like change in like less than five minutes. Two, yeah, two or three pages. <laughs> yeah, two yeah. or three pages of pulling off feats that you've never you you've pulled off something close to it before, but there was a cost yes. to it. Yes. Um, you pulled off something even more ridiculous without a cost, and then you're just apparently just. Oh, I hate him. I hate him so oh, much now. Oh boy. Um, and they realize, oh, he's out cold. And then uh, Shoto immediately has the idea of, um, you know, like after his like, uh, you know, let, let, let basically let, let's get up him up and onto the main road. Uh, I can't keep him on ice. As he could, as, as, when he wakes up, he's going to probably kill himself trying to get to us. Um, and also, let's get rid of all... And then Deck was like, let's just get rid of all of his weapons, please. Like, let, let's Makes take sense. them all, please, quickly. Yeah, um, get rid of them And machetes. so they do. And, and so they do. And then we get another shot of the, the outside of the, the alleyway that we saw before. No tumbleweeds. Um, and, and no, but there's a manhole cover where it should be, and it's, yes. it's correct proportion, or, uh, you know, perspective. And I just once again heavily question why he's just there in the middle of a sidewalk. Um, uh, but maybe they, they, they have that in Japan. I'm not sure. Maybe they do. It just it just looks weird to me. Mm. Um, and then so they uh, they get out. Uh, I do like so so in the previous panel you see uh, Todoroki see, saying, uh, "Oh, does anybody see any rope?" And then. <laughs> Of course we'd find rope. Of course, it's, just a perfectly nice thing of a Yeah, it's very nice clean rope. rope in the trash oh, little I, alleyway. Oh, it oh bothers boy. me so much. <laughs> that Now, that thing has always bothered me. I'm like, it, that's bull that you found that rope. 
Yeah. No, that, that uh, the fact that he said, of course we'd find the rope. I was like, oh, of course. Yes. Is, is, just, is this just a thing in Japan? Like, <laughs> if it is, I apologize. And I'll, I'll like, I'll, I'll retroactively take back some of the score I'm going to give this thing. But, oh, my God. Bumbleweeds and alleyway rope. That's how it this works. This isn't even like the countryside. Yeah. Like a, oh, a, I don't know. Or, or like a suburb. This is this is straight up the middle of the city. But uh, he's dragging it along tied up stain. Uh, and then, uh, by the way, he's super strong as he appears to just be very casually what dragging arm this, this very like built human being. Yeah, specimen. With basically yes. no help. I think it's supposed to be Ida's helping, but we uh, I think he might be like helping him in the anime. Um, no, he's not, because both of his arms are damaged. Um, and then, uh, the main hero, Native. who they saved, who's finally up, uh, is being carried. Yeah, or is, or carried. is carrying Midori, yeah. Yeah, is that Midori, both Midori and Ida are kind of a little bit worse for wear here. And then, mm-hmm. uh, or Todoroki's dragging him one-armed, as you said. And then Ida points out, or Ida offers to help, uh, but then... Todoroki points out that, of course, he can't because his arms are all messed up, as we see from the blood. Uh, and then Nato points out that he, he was kind of useless in that fight, which is true. Because uh, even though he's supposed to be the pro, all he did was get in the way. Uh, but then they're very nice, I thought, the the, the kids, because they're like, ah, you know, don't, don't worry about it. You know, anybody... Well, I mean, to, to, I, I feel like their point is, is like, well, I mean, you, you were paralyzed it was a blood type thing and yeah. you were the unlucky one here yeah yeah who didn't match up you couldn't get up you couldn't do really and well, also I, I would say i mean you have you have two of them who actually experienced it who probably are like yeah no he couldn't have gotten up if he was under it like now that i think about it yeah and yeah it's both midoriya and uh Todoroki that are pointing that out um even in a three-on-one fight, we just barely won because he screwed up. Todoroki kind of points out here that uh, towards the end of the fight especially, Stain was starting to panic. Uh, and that, what, that was one of the reasons why he forgot about Midoriya and how the uh, his quirk... Uh, could, his, I, would, I would actually argue it seemed like Midoriya recovered a lot faster the second time, but... Yeah, it's very quick. Uh, like, but he recovered maybe, much quicker the second time than I think he did the first time, so Maybe I, for convenience sake... I would say. Yeah. Yes. I'm uh, I'm willing to I'm willing to give the book that particular thing, but it just it definitely didn't feel I could well. say that maybe you know, the first time because his body wasn't used to it, uh I could and then maybe the second time he, he, the, nah. No? Okay. Yeah, uh, I'm not willing to give that. Okay. We're we're not we're not going Goku with this where his body remembered. <laughs> That is true, yes. Uh and then we get some reflective Vita here. Uh but in the meantime, old man Gran Torino shows up and he's very surprised to see uh, especially Midoriya here uh, as he run <laughs> he was <laughs> I don't know does he fly in here because I whatever he kicks Midoriya in the face and was like I told you to stay in your seat yeah he's on the other side of the street so he must fly pretty quick and then he, he straight up kicks Midoriya in the face and he says I told you to stay in your seat now Mark, we did go back and did a bit of research on this because we weren't sure uh, yes. if he, he did say to to stay in the seat specifically. He uh, didn't say the seat specifically, but Midoriya was sitting in a seat, and he's like, "Stay here," which is which would technically in be seat. in that seat. Yes. Yes. So uh, um, fifty points to to Gran Torino for yeah. Staying no, that, on that was something. That was something we that we actually double checked right before the recording because we're like, I was like, did he actually say that? Hmm. He said something that's that's good enough to. It's fine. It it's, legit. it's legit. It's uh, legit. So then, it's, it's, I could I could absolutely imagine telling somebody to stay here and then finding like, why didn't you stay in your seat? 
mm. or something like that. Like I, I maybe not the exact verbiage used here, but it, it gets the point across. Yeah, and it's it makes fine. sense. It makes sense. And then he's all ticked off, but he's glad to see that Midori is okay. And he's apparently not noticed Stain. Yeah, well, yeah, he's, he's definitely focused on Midoriya. Uh, yeah, he's, he's not even, I don't think he's even acknowledging any of the other kids or Native at this point, uh, or Stain. And then we see some more heroes come along. Some of which, uh, most of which we actually saw. Yeah, from in the fact, big I, showdown uh, In fact, on. I think most of these, I think this is almost everybody from that main confrontation we saw. Uh, a couple chapters ago, except for Manuel. Yeah, Manuel's not about. Uh, which, which I find interesting because um, what they basically say is like, oh, so this is the alley he mentioned. Um, you know, we we got a backup request from Endeavor here, but it's like, like, oh, the kids—they're badly hurt. Like some, like basically tell one of the others to call an ambulance. Um, the kids are hurt, and then their leader realizes, is that the hero killer? Um, and then Shoto basically clarifies, like, wait, so Endeavor's still fighting then? Um. And Midori points out, I was like, oh yeah, like the Nomu, those Nomu siblings or whatever. Um, and then the, the, the leader of the group of heroes, or at least the one who seems to be in charge, mm. uh, she basically says, yeah, uh, those of us whose quirks, uh, had no effect on those villains came to help you guys. So, so first of all, I mean, it makes this, this is less of a problem because it was like, eh, we're not as effective. So let's go help, like go for the backup request that that's not a terrible plan. I'm not criticizing that. I just find it funny that Manuel and his water manipulation was apparently useful enough Super against the villains. Effective. Yeah. Um, or at least not ineffective. Mm. Like. I wouldn't say super effective, but it sounds like some of these might have been, like, not effective at all, whereas his might have been like, well, it's doing something. Hmm. Or maybe he was preoccupied trying to find Ida. Who knows? Or maybe it's just we didn't want him here to convolute this scene even more. Could potentially be the case, yes. Uh, uh, at which point, Ida kind of ellipses at people, and then he goes up to both Midoriya and Shoto is like, you know, both of you, like, you, you were wounded because of me. I'm, I'm, I'm so sorry. As he he has another breakdown. Like, I was blind. I lost sight of everything. Because he's not wearing his glasses, Mark. He's blind. Like, right? That, right? That makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, and Midoriya is like, you know, like, I'm, I'm sorry too. Like, uh, I, I basically, Midoriya makes it all about him. Like, I couldn't tell, I couldn't tell that you were so upset. Like, I, I'm supposed to be your friend. Midori makes it all about him. I don't know. I think Midori is being very nice. And I know. Here. I know he is, but his verbiage I think you're putting Midori on blast, Mark. I don't appreciate it. I am. It. Wow. Uh, I'm putting these both of these chapters on you're blast. You're putting everything on blast. Um, and then Shoto's like, get it together. You're, like, you're supposed to be the class president, aren't you? I did like I, that I line. like that. I that like was that. a good line. Get it together, dude. Um, the class president. Yeah, and then uh, we get... We get Distant future Midoriya being like, in truth, the whole battle lasted five or ten minutes. I, I think the the rough estimate is that probably more like five to eight. I, yeah, ten uh, minutes might be a bit longer. Uh, but to us, the experience you know lasted a lot longer. Um, so at this point, I feel like before before we get, or actually, how much is left? There's about two or three pages left. Do you want to do the two or three pages before we talk about the timeline, or do you want to talk about the timeline right here? Uh, well, we yeah, we could do the timeline here, I'd say. Okay, uh, so there's a problem with the timeline. So the implication, okay. if uh, I'm not sure if it was basically directly stated, but the heavy implication based on uh, Grant Torino's reaction is after he, the Nomu attacked the train, he basically immediately smashed it out to the uh, where they ended up landing in the building. Mm-hmm. And then there was a there was maybe like a a there, and then basically immediately after that is when Endeavor showed up. Yes. Like, immediately after that is where Endeavor showed up. And then, 
immediately after he did his endeavor did his blast is where the beginning of this chapter happened from their perspective where he gave Gran Torino this, the information, which means all of that happened uh, based on the implication so far. All of that happened in maybe a minute or two. So, yeah. so let, let's be con- let's be conservative and say somehow that lasted three minutes. Yeah. So the, from Gran Torino jumping out to Endeavor giving him the the information, let's call that three minutes. Midoriya was already neck deep in the fight. At that point. Yes. Midoriya found a bunch of the other heroes. Or was that Ida that found the other heroes? I want no, to say it was Midoriya. It was, Mid- Ida was neck deep in the fight. Midoriya had found the yeah. other Midor- heroes. Midoriya yeah. found some of the other heroes fighting the Nomu. Yes. And then he found Ida. And then he texted. And then Shoto found him. Yes. Midoriya, at this point, we may, they've made it very clear that he is not as fast as Gran Torino yet. No. He somehow got more distance and more coverage than Gran Torino did. Yes, the entire yes. crux, like we put time, like even if we say 10 minutes, this does not fall into the timeline well. No. Because Midoriya was not there instantly. No. Midoriya he, got there probably a minute or two in because uh, Stain was just talking at Ida for a minute or two. And no, we even timeline... see Midoriya explain that, you know, he was searching through alleyways. So it's not, yes. he found it straight away. He, he ran into other stuff first and yes. then was searching through alleyways. Yes. Like, the timeline, it, it works or it's such, like, or there's been things that have been talked up as to uh, what actually happened. Like, did he just jump in the first alleyway he found and found this? Mm-hmm. Because it seems like the heroes had to run a bit of ways. I know in the anime, it was heavily implied they had to run several blocks. Um, I think. Yes, like, like the group of heroes. Yes, yes. Like, yes, when yes. they arrived, like, it's, it's implied that they, they, had to, they had to run a couple blocks. A bit of a trick, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. Um, so that, that's the problem. The timeline, once again... Once again, we find like huge, like ridiculous timeline issues, like with the with, like with the meeting, um, with staying at the at the bar. Oh jeez! Oh Or geez. Rita running to go get help. Oh um, We have so many time like just timeline issues, mm. uh, or like not timeline, like uh, timing issues that it's kind of jarring. Mm. Now, even if we take in cosmic coincidences. You know, for because of writing, it's just there's a lot of problems here, and it and it it's a detriment. It's a detriment. Mm. Continue. Yes. Uh, yeah. No, I would agree. Uh, the, the timeline. Are we calling this episode Mark's super negative? <laughs> I think we're calling this episode. Our listeners are having uh, 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 maybe it's entertaining. Us kind of just losing I our hope, minds. I hope it's entertaining. Oh boy! God, these two chapters. Suck. Jeez, this is definitely an experience of a recording. Uh, but you know, let, we're, we're almost there, Mark. Let's bring mm-hmm. it home. So, uh, Grand Rito, uh, in the in the present time, no no timeline issues involved. He shouts, "Get down!" Out of nowhere, as we see, because he because he he notices something. We we, we definitely see yes. that he. He he notices something and he yells for everybody to immediately get down. And then we see what what he he notices is a, a crazy flying Nomu brain man with a gas mask. It looks like. Uh, and I will say a thing that I like here is that we see who is the pro heroes and it, like who isn't because it seems like the pro heroes like we we even though it's just one 
Um, I want to say in the anime, some of the other ones like react too. Like they, they're like get down. All of the heroes are immediately scanning the skies like something's coming in. Um, while Midoriya just stands there looking like confused. <laughs> huh? Yeah. Like when you hear get down, you should either be prepping for something to come in from you from above. Uh, because because they're heroes in, that, in this particular line of work, or you should be hitting the deck. Yeah, getting down, I would imagine, would be a good course of action. Uh, but yeah, no, Midoriya's pretty... Now, well, you also gotta give it to Midoriya. You know, he's lost some blood, and he's just after having, you know, a traumatic He has event. not... He's he's lost, like, probably the least amount of blood. Yeah, that's true. Actually, like you say, he's gotten two scrapes. Like, he's gotten two, like, minor cuts. Ah, well, Everybody you know. else has had, like, a stab wound... Shoto's had like two stab wounds. No, I'm just saying, Shoto has had two stab wounds. Yes, yes. Like, he's, like, we know that he's lost. And he's still able to drag along, stayed one armed. Yes. But no, but yeah, but no, what I'm getting at is it's like, Midoriya has the least amount of injuries. Yeah. And he, (laughs) and he just is like, no, it's, blood loss is not an excuse I will accept here. God, you know, I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to cut him some slack, but you won't even give that mark. My goodness, uh, yeah. But we see uh, the perpetrator fly in, and then and he's um, missing an eye, and he's missing an eye. Yeah, that's and that's important to point out. And it's bleeding. And the as other well. heroes throw shade at Endeavor, which I, which <laughs> I, I both I I both approve of and disapprove of, because it's like a villain. How could Endeavor Endeavor let him go? And it's just like, I mean, the guy. The guy flies. There were there were two of them. Yeah. Like, like part of me is like, it's entirely possible that one could have covered the other, and that this one just got away, and he just didn't have a clear shot. Mm. Um. But also, it is nice that she's throwing shade on Endeavor. At the same time, I mean, Endeavor. I mean, he he clearly can't take on anybody. Um. <laughs> and I'm saying that sarcastically, but but the point is, it's just like, wow. Um. You had enough time to say that, but you just did nothing. Hmm. Uh, yeah, um, in the meantime, uh, straight off... great panels on the bottom of the page that you should talk about. Oh, the reaction, yes, definitely. Yes, they're great. Well, then, we, we see, uh, we see, like, this, like, bird-slash-bat-hybrid, uh, Nomu grab Midoriya by the... With its talons. With its talons, uh, and then we see, uh, <laughs> a, a mix of reactions, and Midoriya just is, like, straight up... Unsure of what's going on, yes, and uh, Grandrino looks kind of pissed and surprised, and uh, Todoroki looks pissed, and Ida looks surprised. Uh, so what I what I like about this, though, is that based on where you see Grandrino when it's going by, like where his head is, and then you see in the reaction panel, that is how his face would look, like from that angle and where he's looking, yes. where the eye's looking, like that would be him seeing Midori going past his it eye. It flows, like, the time flows very well with these. Uh, yes, kind of... the same thing goes for... Um, uh, Shoto and Ida, though, I would have switched the two of them Due because to their uh, position in the both panel. Of the, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I would agree. But uh, um, but no, those are the those are the correct angles and how they would be, and I actually really appreciate that because it makes it flow really well. And it almost um, yeah, if you look at like this page flows really well because of it. Considering how Midoriya's face is pointing towards the right. Uh, of the page and mm-hmm. Ida's is to the left. It flows very nice, but just as you're reading it. Uh, so I will give it full compliments there. Th- there we go. And I, and I also like to think that this is all of their eyesight as they catch Midoriya going past their, yeah. their line of sight. So it kind of it, it, it kind of continues that one fluid movement. Uh, so there you yes. go, Mark. There's one page we liked out of two chapters. Oh my goodness.
Yes. It's a really good page, though. Like, Yeah, uh, yeah. We, credit works true. Credit works true. Uh, and then, uh, like, this this uh, winged Nomu is pretty quick. Cause, yeah, because even Gran Torino has not been able to react in time. And he's saying that he, he's too fast, because if, if he got too high, he wouldn't be able to catch Midoriya with his quirk. Uh, and then we see... Uh, as Midori is still dumbfounded by the whole thing. And then we see kind of this girl who's like the leader of these uh, backup heroes uh, coming along. She gets blood on her cheek, which is yes. pretty important. And then we get a panel where it wasn't until just now that I noticed something. Okay. So um, it's, a, it's a shot from behind of the Nomu flying away with Midoriya, and we see Gran Torino's cape is going in the, the wind. Mm. Um, and then we see Shoto, and he's riding fire. Like, he's his arm is coming up from where he was, and he's about to, like, launch, like, a fire blast. And I didn't notice that before. And, yes. I, and now I'm like, Gran Torino, um, act immediately. Like, it would be one thing if what's about to happen happened as you were about, like, as you were, like, winding up for this jump. But yes. you're just standing there. Like, you're not even making an attempt to pursue like, yeah. so what that you can't immediately catch him? Pursue! Yeah. Try to cut him off! Do something! Jump off the wall, yeah, this yeah, yeah. Enti- like, like, the entire inactivity here is because the right Horikoshi wants to set up this next scene. Because we see that Stain, who's apparently awake, we haven't really seen him throughout this, he's apparently awake now, because he uh, pulls a, uh, a switchblade, uh, or a, uh, a knife, pocket knife, out of his... Um, uh, like wrist guards that were tied up, which I also have the question how they didn't catch that because they put the they tied it right around that. You think they would have noticed? Yeah, if, or felt it at least. You know, it's pretty yeah. pretty chunky. Um, but whatever. And then we just see him lick the cheek of the uh, dead leader hero, which and, is perhaps uh, the creepiest part. <laughs> yes, like, it's the creepiest part, and she's not battle. happy with it because I, I know in the anime she realizes it's happening as it's happening. It's like what the heck? That is even creepier. Which, to be yes. fair, even for a pro hero, that's a fair reaction. Hey, you know, I think anybody getting licked by that creepy ass tongue of stain would not appreciate it. Uh, yeah, it, it, and then immediately the Nomu drops. Yeah. Yeah, and we see uh, it, the continuing of that like pressure effect that we liked on Ida that 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 happens to the Nomu straight away, and he starts dropping, uh, and then kind of Stain gets one one more good old Stain rhetoric talk in there before he goes. Uh, he says that both the sham filled society and the criminals who wield their power in the name of petty mischief. As he leaps onto the Nomu, uh, and he straight up, like, stabs it in the brain, which I thought was pretty graphic, uh, you know. Uh, yikes. Uh, I wouldn't want to be this guy, because he's already got And a, he points out that him. all those people are the target of his purge. Yes. Uh, as he lands with Midoriya safe and sound, uh, he's, he, he successfully rescued Midoriya and took down the Nomu. He's Before we get to the next scene, I wanted to show a, a useless panel that's going to happen. So we have Midoriya basically reacting to what just happened. Like, did Sane just save me? Um, and then we see, uh, oh, what was the, what's the name of this guy? Native. Native. We see him having a flashback. Like, remember, like, uh, so flashy. Uh, uh, what's uh, that idiot doing? Uh, I'll take care of this later. Like, like remembering Sane and stuff like remembering that. Remembering what a, Stane said in the alleyway, referring yes, to the League of Villains. Yes, it's a flashback that goes absolutely nowhere. As I'm not sure Native shows up. But, like, na- there's no play on this. There's no change with I Native. I don't know what the point it's, of this is. Yeah. They, 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 I consider, and because of that, I consider it a useless panel. 
Like it's 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 a it's a incredibly minor character having a flashback is something that does not play into that character layer at all or anything. And I hold on, I'm gonna just, just you, you continue talking while I flip ahead to see if Native even shows up again. <laughs> oh, I'm pretty sure Native does show up, but I don't think he ever refers to this instance. And it, well, no, I know I know he doesn't, but I'm trying to see. It's like, is is this the last time we see we see Native? Okay, so he's in the several pages in to the next chapter he's in a background yes um and uh and uh yep so that's the second to last time we see native and we don't even see him from the front the the first time it's completely unnecessary it's completely unnecessary and a waste of a panel yeah and it could i think they could have done something a lot cooler with like the reveal of midoriya and stain i i I just think they could have handled considering like how surprising this is that uh, that Stain actually did something and saved Midoriya. Um, I don't think it's handled at all very well today, and it's very abrupt as well. So we see in this last kind of big, uh, big page or big panel uh, that he he says that all that was for the sake of a better society, and then that's the end of the chapter. It's quite abrupt, you know. It just kind of ends. Uh, I'm like, oh, okay. Like you you barely have time to to kind of. Uh, reflect on how Stain actually did that and saved Midoriya. Uh, I just feel like they could have handled this whole reveal a lot better for this final page. Uh, but anyway, Mark, that's the end of the chapter. Uh, yep. Oh, oh boy, those were two chapters of My that Hero sure Academia. Happened. Oh wow, uh, we we sure read them, and this was definitely a podcast. And you know, Mark. I'm very excited <laughs> for this next part. Uh, we have uh, our final scores to give. Uh, first of all, Mark, I would like yes. you to give your final score for chapter 54. <sighs> <laughs> Got to compose yourself. I'm going to give it a just a solid five. Oh, okay. Wow. That's pretty low. It's... There's a there's there's some good things going for it, okay. and there's a lot of bad, and uh, it's I it doesn't feel to me like it should be in the force. It doesn't feel quite that bad. Mm. Though the more I talk about it, I'm giving I'm choosing it. it's a four nine, four nine. <laughs> it, it, it's kind of that bad because I was like, wow. oh, the next one doesn't deserve to be that high either because of the timeline issues, but there's a little bit better writing. Is this no, really, just... like, the worst of the worst since USJ no. for you? <sighs> kind of. Oh, like, boy. I, like, th- here's the thing. Like, I said it earlier, and maybe this should be the name. The anime did this arc better. Yes. Um, because, like, a lot of the plot... Yes, there's some of the plot holes with, like, the timing stuff, but just how things were handled... Like this, it, that chapter felt like the character assassination of of Ida, of Tedya Ida. Like it, it, it legitimately. I used to really like Ida. I now don't care for the character after rereading that chapter and like analyzing it, and it really pissed me off. And I really wish it didn't, but I really hated it. Like the 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 art stuff was just, it just got kind of like I'm like, oh gosh, you're doing so well. Where did this amateur art come from? There, and then there's just too many cosmic coincidences. There's Ida literally just like, like you know, powers when he needs them and re- acting you know like differently. It, I might have been able to let this go if he had be, like like the kick go to save 
Shoto if he had just if it had been just like the sports festival, which is implied to be like maybe a week beyond. Like it has not been a lot of time, not enough time to be able to do that move to train to do that move and not you know stall both of his engines. Um, the speed move. Yes. Um, uh, and even with adrenaline pumping, like it was, it was just something where it was like, nope, I broke it with the kick. Um, and it's something where it's like, no, it would have been, it would have been, you know, I could have maybe let it go if he'd been like, dang it, I stalled everything, but I saved him. Um, but no, nope. And then, and then he gets the win. Or well, I guess that's next chapter. But then just the cosmic coincidences of the, like the timing and the other stuff. And, and no, I like it just, it just it the the more the chapter went on, the more it just bothered me. Mm. Okay, um, right. Well, I'll go for my final score then, Mark. Um, yes, I don't think I go as low as the four nine. Uh, like oof, I, I I'm not sure there's there's ever been a chapter that would dip below five for me, uh, especially not at this not not. I think arc, I think maybe. one of the early ones you did. Yeah, yeah, no, like maybe yeah, maybe like volume one territory, but uh, yeah, no, it's it's interesting. But um, as for this chapter, hmm, okay, so it's quite clear uh, that you know we both enjoyed volume six uh, and and especially that last half. Uh, uh, of this arc. It's quite clear, really, that this arc is not going to wrap up the way we kind of hoped it would. Uh, because no. these, these two chapters, oh boy. Uh, this chapter specifically. Uh, now, your point on him, on this chapter being a character assassination of Ida. I could see where... I wouldn't, I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say it's the full character assassination, but it's definitely... It's definitely the killing blow for me. Okay, like, you see... Like, I, I suppose that's a fair point. I didn't quantify it. Like, I say it's a character assassination of Ida. No, it, it's the straw that broke the camel back, okay. the camel's back on this arc, which has been the character assassination of Ida. Because I, he, he just, I mean, he just, like, learned his lesson in what was, like, less than five minutes. Like, and... And, and then it just like gets up and, just, and that's just, a little more understandable for me i would argue that you know he actually it's just <sighs> sorry hey continue this, this is my, i'm being disruptive this is my final score mark you had your chance uh yeah no but i would argue that he does have his moments uh like i did really like uh him using his like the human shield uh with his flimsy armor i did like that because I like how he says he doesn't want his friends to bleed anymore, and then he actively does everything he can to make that happen. Uh, I did appreciate that. Uh, and, you know, like, uh, I would agree, it really doesn't feel earned, like the, the, the final blow. What really gets me with the final blow, uh, and it's well, annoying. Well, the final blow is in the next chapter. The final blow is in the next chapter. Oh, no, even, happens, even this time hit. That happens in this chapter. Like, no. They, Oh. Happens at the beginning of the next one. Yeah, there's, no, there's, okay. there's pacing problems. There's pacing problems. Yeah, no, no. Well, I'm talking about like the the, the oh the, the big two pay. Okay, sorry, yeah, I'm sorry, talking I'm, about the I'm big the big one two hit with him and uh, Midoriya, um, which yeah, for me that's a, that's something that I will get into the in the next chapter. A problem I have because it is all set up to feel like this is the final blow. But quite clearly it isn't because Stain, you know, he comes back like not once but twice after this. So all the setup for this uh, and the epic feel of it and the build up is kind of nullified um, 
just in the very next chapter by the fact that Stain is able to do all that he does in that next chapter. Uh, but that's that's a problem for next chapter. That's not a problem for this chapter. Uh, in terms of that final blow, uh, or not the final blow, in, in terms of that kind of one-two uh, knockout that uh, he does with Ida, Ida Midoriya, um, while I do, it's annoying. I, on the one hand, it, I appreciate it. It's really cool. Like that, you gotta appreciate that double page splash. But it just doesn't feel earned, and that was just that was something I was trying to get across uh, when we were discussing it. Um, the fact that there is no like coordination attempts at all between Todoroki, Ida, uh, or Midoriya, like this is just a freak act of luck that this happened and that they were all able to pull this off and hit him all at once in what would be a beautifully coordinated plan if it was coordinated but it just feels like a stroke of pure luck uh, so that really does hamper uh like the you know the the your the fist pump you get when you realize wow that was just a fluke and you know it, it probably shouldn't have worked out but it did because you know they they need to wrap up this this chapter and the next in particular feel like horagoshi Really just wanted to wrap this arc up pretty quick. Um, and it's annoying yes. considering how meticulously the it was set up and how, especially in those last couple of chapters uh, that we had, it, was, it really felt like it was paying off. We were getting some amazing fight sequences, some of the best we've got in this manga so far. I would argue that the, that it was one of the last chapters was the best fight sequence we've gotten. Yes, so to see a return to some of the problems of the past like the magic as growing sword uh, and panels continuing and there being a lack of uh, you know just things not flowing in the fight and, and just, basic art basic art problems yeah and, 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 and i'm not talking about the tumbleweed because that's canonically that's a tumbleweed now like yes so we have said it now it is so that was a tumbleweed don't worry about it uh, but no, there's been very basic art Just issues. Just comprehension of movement uh, that I'm having an issue with following uh, is quite disappointing. Um, <sighs> God, yeah, it, it's it's like it's painful. Like I, it's 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 sad because this is an arc that I really did enjoy. Um, and I have fond memories of it. And going back and just revisiting it, it's just it's. It, it's just not what I remembered it to be, Mark. Oh boy! Uh, but I know, I know exactly what you mean. Rose tinted glasses. Yeah, no, it's sad. Uh, you know, I take no pleasure. I take no pleasure in in uh, you know. I, I'm not trying to to put this series on blast uh, undeservedly. I just think that you know. <laughs> we gotta point out the problems when we see it, Mark. And you know, we're not trying to hate or anything. That's just you know that's just what we do here on Hero Notes uh, as we analyze these chapters. Uh, but you know I I can't go any higher than a six. I will go. I'll give it uh, the extra point. I feel like uh, there's some moments with Ida, especially in the flashbacks, is why I did enjoy the flashbacks with his brother. Uh, that you know his character kind of pulls it through for me. It it doesn't for you obviously, but it does for me. Uh, but yeah, no, uh, an underwhelming chapter uh, definitely. And I, I, I'm interested to hear what you say about the next chapter, Mark. So the next chapter, I want to start off right off the bat by saying that um, I do, in fact, 
plan on giving it like an extra at least point one. Okay. For the tumbleweed. Oh, I I appreciate that. I, I was because that'd be the case. now that I've se- now that I've said that I can't unsee it, mm-hmm. and I love it because <laughs> it's just like nothing's happening. <laughs> Action. Um, yes, it makes perfect it's, sense. It's not what's actually happening, but whatever. So a lot of these scenes are actually, uh, except for Endeavor basically telling us that he's terrible at what he does. Yes. And that basically the implication of the the honestly huge implication that, at least in the manga version of this universe, um, uh, literally All Might is holding everything together. It's not just a metaphor. It's quite literal because Endeavor is not capable. Um, or his, his never doesn't have the battle acumen to be capable because he's never actually been in a fight. Um, it, yeah. Uh, we have just, you know, some very strange use of dialogue, just stupid pauses. We have kind of massive timeline issues. We have... An awesome moment from Gran Torino that cemented him as easily my favorite character in the series at this point. Mm. Like, going through, he's been easily... The, he has a stupid moment later, but that is obviously done by the... And I'm not saying that it's okay, but it's pretty much done because the writer wanted to show off how cool Stain was. Mm. Um, and have him his last big moment. Um, but no, Gran Torino is shown to be pretty awesome. We have some kind of devastatingly bad timeline issues, especially because of how much we're kind of forcing it. Um... The art is better. The art is like... It's not funny how much more competent the art is in this chapter than the last one. Yeah, or coherent at least, yes. Yeah, like, I'm just just kind of skimming through, and I'm like, is is there anything in the art here that, that bothers... That bothers me. I mean, even last chapter had uh, had some of those really cool panels where it was like other art styles, but that, but but it's like, oh, but because you did a couple cool things here, does not for like forgive the other half of the chapter. Hmm. Um, these two panels do not forgive the other half of the chapter. But no, like everything here makes sense. We have that entire page that just flows beautifully. Hmm. App, like if I was just writing this page. Um, I'd probably give it a 9.5 because I, I do think her throwing shade at, at Endeavor, as amusing as it was, does not help the flow. But it's the first panel on the page, so it doesn't matter. But no, it, it's a beautiful page. Um, there's there's some logic things like the rope. I can't forgive the rope. The rope <laughs> oh, what a dumb, coincidence. Right? Like, it's not just, it's not just me, right? It's not no. just me. Right? The rope was stupid. Yes. And they found enough rope to tie him around, tie it around both of his, his, his wrists where they apparently did, missed the knife and these very loose cuffs he has. Yeah. Um, and uh, tied around him quite a few times, uh, and then you know Shoto just single-handedly dragging him. Like, um, I like I have some problems like with the rope. Like it's kind of a like too convenient. Hmm. Um, and what and has that already panel, been that a very last, convenient. That last arc. panel, that, that that panel with uh, whatever the guy's name. I don't care to remember his name at this point. I'm so unhappy with this how this arc setting because I remember it being so much cooler. Um, the hero that they saved, like just his panel was just a waste of space. Oh, native. Uh, and yes. him going out there, like uh, um, staying going out there to basically like kill the Nomu and save the day was pretty cool. Um, but no, the, these problems, like I I can I would give this one a six. Okay. I'm giving this a six. Um, the timeline problems are not as bad as the art and, and the just the, the character stuff, which it's just like, oh my god, it doesn't it not only doesn't feel earned, and it doesn't even feel earned, I mean, I'm glad that it appears that um, Shoto got the last hit in, but I think the implication is supposed to be that it was it was 
uh, Ida. Mm. Like, I think that's what the writer wants you to believe is that it's, oh, it's Ida got the last hidden, which she doesn't deserve. You kill stealing dickbag. Um, or you win stealing dickbag. Wow. You didn't earn this. Um, you didn't earn this at all. And, it, and the fact that you could have quote unquote earned it was, it, it was very forced. You had this entire like life changing thing in a minute. It's not like it was like an hour or so, or you had time. Like you, you just saw a quick fight and you just had this entire like life changing epiphany and just completely changed everything about yourself. And now all of a sudden can hit him. We didn't talk about that. The fact that he couldn't hit him. Yeah. And then he suddenly gains the ability. All of a sudden, he could hit him. Yeah. While injured. He he could, yeah. While injured, he could now hit him, uh, even even at times without the help of the others. Like, even without them doing stuff or setting things up. Um, Why are you going to make it worse, Mark? Oh, God. If anything, it justifies my score more. Yes. Um, but despite those issues, I actually like some of the interactions. Um, I like Gran Torino in this, um, and, and I like when he when he comes to you know Stain comes to to save Midoriya. Also, it's the one that tells us all about uh, you know Ida's suit just being built for speed and not armor. That that's my spiel. Okay. Uh, well, here I go uh, on my merry adventure into this chapter. Oh boy. Well, I think I liked it. You see, at the start, it's odd. Going into these two chapters, I thought that I liked the first chapter more. But uh, after we kind of, you know... Pulled, you liked the first chapter more. I did, yeah. Uh, after after we pulled back the, the um, I don't know, the problems. Curtain? Yeah, the curtain on all the problems. There was a lot of problems, uh, as is quite evident in both our scores. Um, this chapter, I think, kind of shines more. Uh, not... It's not a, I would also a, agree with that. It's not a it's not a very bright shine. It's probably like a dull light bulb, maybe, that needs to be replaced. But you know, it's better than a candle, I suppose. Uh I don't know what I'm going with my metaphors here, but we'll roll with it. Um yeah, like there's scenes in this chapter that I like. There's scenes. Uh, I actually, I'm not, a, I'm not crazy about to, to start. I'm not crazy about the Endeavor and uh, Gran Torino scene because it undermines Endeavor uh, and it kind of, it, it does some weird it stuff. Undermines for, their entire society, technically. Yeah, it, it does some weird stuff. Uh, so I'm not crazy about it. Um, I suppose the one thing I would like is that it actually shows. Uh, it it shows Todoroki kind of getting the text and running off. Uh, the key thing that this scene does is kind of show that uh, Gran Torino is going to be uh, coming to the scene eventually. Uh, which, which, but apart, from, I think like it could handle what it covers, or it could, yeah, it could, it could explain what it explains in a lot less pages than it actually does we get a lot of action here that perhaps we need uh because there's so little action in the rest of the chapter uh well no i would i would argue that that's not the case because we get that kind of that final blow so i would feel that there's a lot here that of pages page space and panel space here that could be incorporated into the rest of the chapter uh to kind of make maybe more solid chapter really the scenes that I did like most here were kind of the aftermath of the fight with uh, with with Stain, uh, and I know we did have problems with uh, with you know the magical rope that appeared out of nowhere, but I did really like uh, kind of Ida's interaction uh, with 
with with Todoroki and with Midoriya and kind of that tell Todoroki telling you know uh, either to keep the chin up you know and what was it uh, your class president aren't you get it together I really did like that line uh, that line shined through to me um, and I did like it uh, towards the end as you said uh, that 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 page probably the best page of these two chapters is yes. that simple uh the simple grabbing of midoriya and then because uh, i think one thing it does it like there's very little like the art does all the work uh or it does the heavy lifting all here there's there's very little dialogue uh and it's just easy to flow or easy to read and it flows nicely uh and it, it's just very nice it does the job uh and uh, towards the end the, now I know I'm all over the place, but bear with me, Mark. Uh, the one thing maybe I wasn't so hot on with this chapter uh, that kind of nullified what I liked about the first chapter is Stain kind of reviving. Uh, so, like, we see in the aftermath of what I thought was a knockout blow. Uh, you know, it's quite clearly not because he's back in action pretty much straight away. Uh, and it takes another uh, knockout blow. And I do like to think that uh, Todoroki helped a lot with that knockout blow, as you pointed out, Mark. Uh, and then at the very end again, so you think, okay, he's definitely out cold. And then he comes back again just because he has to save the day with Midoriya. And while I do like that, he, you know, I do like that moment. Uh, and I think it makes sense considering the kind of the relationship that's developed there between uh, Midoriya and Stain. Uh, it just kind of cheapens, it cheapens the effect. I thought, uh, like you know, if if your villain's going to stay down, then stay down, and it's something that we will see in the next chapter specifically that I really didn't like. Uh, but you know, we'll we'll get there in the next chapter. Uh, but it, yeah, so while I didn't like how it happened, uh, the actual, uh, you know, how what actually occurred with him saving uh, Midoriya, I did find pretty cool. Uh, but like you said, a completely unnecessary panel uh, with Native kind of ruins... Well, I wouldn't say ruins the moment, uh, but it, it definitely uh, hampers the moment. Uh, and it, uh, like I said when we were covering it, it just didn't have this full sufficient uh, gravitas that a moment like that could have had, I think. Like, if you had more time... To, to kind of, if you got maybe some reactions from uh, the other heroes as well, uh, like maybe Todoroki and Ida going, what the heck, you know? I thought that would maybe would have, like, added some emphasis to, oh, this is something crazy happening, you know? Uh, as of now, we get a kind of weird flashback that doesn't make any sense, and then more of Stain rhetoric, and that's the end of the chapter. So, like, it, it's pretty abrupt end, considering something pretty crazy has just happened. So... Yeah, another messy chapter. Like I'm not, I'm not really, I'm not sure what it is with these two, but it, it just really has put a put a big letdown on this arc uh, completely. And uh, I liked it more than the first, so I'll go with a six point five. Um, but really, like you get like, like six six point five. Both of these chapters, I'm not so hot on Mark uh, and. I'm quite disappointed, if I'm honest, uh, and I think you are too. Yes. Yes. Uh, 
So on that depressing note, like, oh, I, I'm sorry, listeners, but like, I I, I feel really bad. Like, I'm, like I've been I'm, so negative. Yeah, like I don't mean, we don't mean to be like this. It's it's just that's just how it happens, I suppose. Uh, so on that, didn't think this was gonna happen until somewhere in the two hundreds. Oh boy, on that somber note, uh, yeah, the hero knows is cancelled. We're not coming back next week. No, right? no. Uh, no, we are. <laughs> we'll be here. I'll force loop. That's that, I suppose. <laughs> Yeah, but we should probably finish up the podcast. Uh, we, should probably, we should probably finish up the podcast. Okay, we'll get the, the final wrap-up for the episode going right now. Uh, Mark, it's been one hell of a recording session. It uh, has. If people wanted to find you on the internet, where could they find you? Uh, probably Twitter. At, uh, you know, at C-H-A-L-I-O-N-X. Definitely. How about you? Oh, Where can they find you on the chirp chirp box? I feel like I feel like you know we're kind of we're coming out of like a we're war. definitely voting this ending in. Yes. Yeah, I feel like no, I feel like we we're, we're like battle weary. You know, we've just like we've just fought our last campaign and we're like on our last legs here, Mark, as we struggle to the finish line. A uh, bit. But we'll keep going. Uh, my my username on the Twitters, if somebody wants to find me, is at LJ underscore Hollywood. And also, Mark, uh, you know, it, they can find the show itself, hopefully not battle-weary, uh, at Hero Notes Pod on Twitter, uh, where you can get all your latest Hero Notes updates. Uh, it's going to and... be very interesting to post you do with this, like, for this... I guess they'll have seen it probably already, but I'm very interested to see what little like joke posts you're oh. gonna put with the link to this podcast. Oh boy, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I have to figure something out. But uh, until then, Mark, something if... about tumbleweeds. Just make oh, a joke yeah, about I a tumbleweed. Definitely have to get tumbleweeds in there somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yes, if they if they want to inform their their friends or loved ones where they can find us uh, on the internet as far as listening to the podcast. Uh, Stitcher, Podbean, and iTunes. Exactly. And until next time, hopefully it'll be a more positive experience for everybody involved. Uh, just spoiler, it will. Yeah, okay. Well, that's good. Jeez, I was getting worried uh, for everybody's sake. But until next time, uh, I want all our listeners to whatever it is they're finding us doing, uh, including going to the comic shop on Free Comic Book Day to go beyond Plus Ultra Style and to stay tuned for the next episode of Hero Notes. Same hero time. Same hero channel.